0: and a ex- very expensive blasting cap. Adam Curry, John C. Devorak. It's
1: Thursday, March 1st, 2012. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media assassination episode 387.
2: This is no agenda.
1: I have no videotapes of Obama here at Camp Wofo. In the capital of the drone star state known
0: as Austin, Texas. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry. And from Northern Silicon Whistle, I'm John C.
2: Thank you!
0: Hey, hey, Hey. I don't know what you're going to do there. You got to let me say Dvorak is the cue, not John C. Whistle. Well, do you want to do over
1: or? uh, Ah, it's
0: okay. uh, (laughs) John C. Whistle.
1: (laughs) Well, now that that David Letterman has stolen your gig, which is just ridiculous. I'm going to have
0: to get another another instrument.
1: Yeah. But make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't. There's not that many good instruments like the slide whistle. I mean, I could play the piccolo, but it's not as funny. I like the um, what's that thing you spin? The ratchet. Oh yeah, I got one of those. You got one of those? Yeah. Hand, handy. Uh, well, if you if you can wait one second, one. Squirrel. Hey, citizen.
1: Two. Oh, that really wasn't worth it. That's really it's not worth it. Hello. Oh, God. All it,
0: right. I, I swear it, I have one of them. I don't know where it went, but yeah. I do have this. I found this over there.
1: Okay. it's not Only go- uh, but
0: a goodie. That's uh, going to replace the slide whistle. Screw
1: it. Stick with the slide whistle. I like the slide whistle better. Hey, man, so you saw the news, huh?
0: Yeah, they're, uh, I guess they're, a, they're uh, killing Santorum people. has a, a donor no. named Foster Freeze. No, they're killing people. Did you people? know that? They're killing people. You think that Breitbart was killed? Are you kidding me? Of course he was minute, killed. Isn't die, drop? Wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Isn't walking down the street da 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 and then dropping dead?
1: Yes. A natural cause. Well, that is, uh, you know, you can uh, dying of curare is a natural cause. You just poisoned. So
0: everything is a natural cause if you think about it. Yeah. Well, I know why he was killed. It wasn't because a wiener.
1: <laughs> well, I thought of that first. I'm like, oh, man, he never should have gotten onto Hillary's ass. Yeah. You know, that's bad because you know, Hillary will drone you in a second. No, this is a, this is what he said at the at the most
0: recent CPAC. Did you catch this? OK, here we go.
3: That that was over. That was
4: the end of the Democratic Party. And after the 2010 election cycle, DLC went under. It's over. There's no such thing as a moderate Democrat. And so what do we get now? In Barack Obama. Well, I've got videos, by the way. This election, we're going to vet him. I've got videos. This election, we're going to vet
3: him from his college days to show you.
1: Dude. This is, that's why I'm, I have no videos. By
0: the way, moon, moon bases are great. Hey. If you're going to do anything, you don't announce it, then do it. You do it. I'm telling you. The guy's 43 Natu- yeah,
1: natural causes look now they're actually killing people like us this you don't have any videos no but I, listen i'm getting buying some more guns today and <laughs> the bo- guns are not gonna help and booby traps yeah i'm, I'm i don't booby know traps do that that's a good <laughs> booby trap booby trap the house i got booby traps just stay away from me no this dude i am telling you dude dude they Look, they, they kill anybody you know that these people kill you know they killed uh, their their biggest their Democratic supporter the, because he, he figured out that something was weird with Obama. Killed him. They well, would have right killed. Part, fa- they he would had, have killed. They fa- had
0: some videotape. Where's
1: the videotape now? Well, now we'll never see the videotape. I'm sure. Look, if I had the videotape, I'd, I'd be like burning it right now. I'd be like, John, I'll be right there. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got to burn the videotape. No, no, no. Remember they were preparing for this? They were preparing for some news to come out. They were talking about, oh, uh, well, you know. We talked about that a couple episodes ago.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, though. I have no idea. Well, it's just one of those Besides things. Besides the two Obamas or, the, or the, maybe he's a, maybe he's a, uh, a, a robot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, a guy like Andrew Breitbart
1: is just highly suspicious. You know, he he did a lot of damage with Acorn. I mean, he really understood where the where the bodies were buried. So, to me, that you was know, just he like, was
0: the son-in-law of Orson Bean, the comic. I do not know Orson Bean, the comic. Yeah, very famous cowboy. Orson Bean, the comic, is old now. Hmm. He's like eighty-six or something like he that. Out, he outlived his grandson. You would I, know his the son-in-law. Uh, whatever. And, uh, yeah, by double his age, I guess. And, uh, yeah, he was quoted in one of the news reports, and they said, Orson Bean. I said, well, how many people named Orson Bean? But notice what they're
1: saying. They're saying the the, the horror media is saying blogger Andrew Breitbart. Okay. (sighs) The guy was like, you know, he was a, if anything, you could call him pundit or researcher or anything. But it's a very clear message. Hey, bloggers. Hey, bloggers. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey bloggers, hey citizens, you got any videos? Better shut up. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the Twitter, and uh, I see here conservative blogger. And people keep referring him to conservative <laughs> blogger. They just not conservative. <laughs> chat or... room,
1: chat room. VJ found dead in Austin gay bathhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how it's going to go down. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> gay bathhouse. <laughs> pictures. <laughs> the pictures too lewd to show on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Klaatu. Screw you. Ugh. Yeah, conservative blogger. This is the meme. It's set. Hey, blogger. You're don't think you not thinking of blogging anything, are you? Because that's not good, because you know, we'll kill you. Oh, there's a lot of killing going on. I uh, I got a jingle for my new work, uh, John, which I'd like to share with you.
0: Hit it. Follow the pipe, pipe, pipe. <laughs> I couldn't understand a word it was. Follow the pipes. Oh, the pipes. <laughs> Follow the pipes. <laughs>
1: Play it again. Uh, hold on a second. Oops. Follow the pipes. Yeah. I mean, we can do better, but I'm, I'm happy with anything we get here. You know, it's like uh, some guys die when they're
0: 43.
2: Follow the pipe, pipe, <laughs> pipe, pipe. pipe.
1: <laughs> There's a nice little... There's a little, yeah, that's little,
0: little thingy in there. For some reason, I don't know why I couldn't. Pick up the pipes thing. I'm not used to listening to Mexican radio. So
1: um Wow man, I, I'm I'm not quite sure where to start unless you want to start with something, because I, I got a lot of stuff. So, I, do, you, so uh, do you by the way. I see I just looking at your clips. Huh? You're 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 loaded.
0: I have a I have too many clips. Yeah. yeah. Uh but people will get funny their money ones. Oh, let's well, Let's start. Well, with you, want, you want to do the quick Oscar rundown quickly because we're not no, going to talk much about it. No. I don't think. Why
1: do I want to talk about the Oscars?
0: Well, because there was one one little thing in there that I think was interesting because it was one of the memes we picked up on the that, or I picked up on the last show, and then you immediately saw what was going on. But tell me what you think is peculiar about the Billy Crystal being funny at the Oscars clip. <laughs> A dark knight, an American psycho, a charismatic crack addict. You'll get to choose one on Super Tuesday. <laughs> but right now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Academy Award winner. And be careful, you're in his eye line Christian Bale. All right. Well, did you hear the, the, the interesting little aspect of that? About, he listed three. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Of course, this is this is not new. It's like it's, it,
1: I'm already over it. It's like there's only there, there are only three. Uh there's a big new, Brzezinski was uh, interviewed on uh, Fareed Zakaria, uh, on his GPS show. The audio is too crappy to play. Someone sent it to me. Same thing. He's like, oh, we got a guy who's trying to hide his money. We got another guy who's a, a whack job, a religious nut. And then we got another guy who uh, used to be Speaker of the House and is insane. And that's it. It's, like, it's just Now it's just like he doesn't even...
0: Ron Paul doesn't even exist. Well, what's new about that? Yeah, and then I see... Uh, it's just the way they're doing it now is like, wait a minute. Well, I love John King's little
1: map. He has this new system where he taps on a state and he says, okay, now this state... And so, yeah. and, and the lineup. state, and yeah. as we do
0: this and that, right. and he's, uh, he's like a maniac.
1: No, he's just coked out. But then at the bottom, you see Ron Paul should consistently be the second on the list with the delegates, but he's at the bottom of the list. It's Romney, Santorum, Gingrich, Paul, and Paul's number is like 180, which would be above Santorum when he clicks on a state, but it's, uh, uh, whatever. It's, 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 it's what it is. Either people will come out and, uh, and vote for the liberty they deserve or not. Oh, they're not going to vote for it. Maybe not. So this thing, uh, North Korea cracked me up. This really, really cracked me up. And I was following the pipes on this one. So uh, Lucifer comes out, her uh, Departement estate, And, uh, hey, hold the presses. We got good news. We're working with Kim Jong-un. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, send them food. And the crazy thing is, if you actually read it, read the stories. We're not, you know, we're not going to send them grain or no,
0: wheat. No, we're sending them biscuits and energy bars. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Literally, no. It's the, that's what it
1: says. Energy
0: bars. Every story, <laughs> energy bars. Really? I guess we have a little too. I guess we're overloaded with energy. <laughs> we got bars. too many energy send bars. Some five-hour. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I'm like, uh, okay, what happened? That all of a sudden, now we've got uh, we, we've got this thing cooking. You know what's happening? Ah. <sighs> And this is this is it'll go in a little crazy direction, but I'm not that crazy, I don't think. So the Russians uh, in November, uh, they had actually done a deal with the uh, UN's daddy, Kim Jong Il uh, to run the Vladivostok pipeline. And people, please get your maps out. Take a look at where Russia is, where Vladivostok is in relation to North Korea. So the idea is to run the pipeline, which is what this has always been about, because South Korea needs gas. They need natural gas. So uh, Kim Jong Il had uh, set the deal pipeline from Vladivostok to North Korea, North Korea, to South Korea. And then from South Korea, it's just a hop, skip and a jump to a brand new market that has come out. You know what this market this is,
0: John? No, I don't. This is Japan. It's not a brand new market. Uh, oh, it is now because of the nukes. Exactly. So we need to pump some gas over. They now. need gas
1: big time because the the nuclear facilities are all offline, and they need electricity. So this is a real problem. So Kim Jong Il, Un's Dadio, he cut the deal with uh, Dmitry Medvedev, who I didn't, I don't know if you knew this, but he used to be the CEO of Gazprom. Did you? I know? didn't know that actually. Yeah. So, but it's just to put it in context is interesting to note. So he cuts the deal, and then Kim Jong-il dies. Inconvenient, of course, but you got to think, you know, who doesn't want the Russians to really succeed at anything? Well, that would be us. Yeah, Lucifer, of course, is the United States. We don't want them uh, taking over North Korea. This is what—North Korea has always been this whole problem about China and Russia. So we don't want that. So then Un, who just is a dope with a bad haircut, he's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's good. I'll I'll take that. So he says, yeah, this is uh, good. And um, I have all these stories here. Uh, Let's see. Gazprom meeting with officials to push forward Vladivostok's liquefied natural gas project. Uh, This is from uh, this is all just uh, two months ago. So, of course, this is heating up and then we got to stop that. So what do we do? We block it and we say, uh no, that's not no, that's not happening because we're you know, we're giving them food and uh so uh, we're you know we're gonna get back to the nuclear talks. Like that's like oh, this is really important, the nuclear talks. Um so Uncle Don is on PBS last night. He's
0: and on what show? NewsHour. Hour.
1: Oh. Yeah. So Uncle Don's on NewsHour. Hour. This is my Uncle Don, former uh uh security of the government. No, we could say it. Sir, yeah, Uncle Don. You can look Greg. him up
0: on the uh, yeah, on the Wikipedia and find everything you,
1: you need to know about him. A lot of lot of pages on Uncle Don, and so he's on uh, uh, the News Hour, and I think you know Uncle Don is now eighty six, and uh, same age as Orson Bean. That's right, and I'm not dead yet. <laughs> well, you're not forty three. No, I I think I have protection. I'll tell you why in a minute. So uh, Uncle Don's on the News Hour, and they have so he's in New York in the studio. And they have this woman from Georgetown University. And I swear to God, she must be a Russian asset because everything Uncle Don says, she's like, no, no, this is this is nothing. This ain't no good. This is a step backwards. Oh, I
0: missed this. I I needed to see that. Did you you tape any of it?
1: It's it's online. It's in the show notes. uh, 387.nashownotes.com. Then Uncle Don let something slip, which I was like, huh? And and he's and he fumbled for words. I'm like, maybe he wasn't supposed to say that or. I don't know. Probably not. What was it? Well, I'm going to play it for you. So the so the clue here is that, you know, everyone's saying, oh, this is great because we have the six-party talks. The six-party talks are Russia, North Korea, South Korea, um, uh, Japan, the United States, and the Chinas. And they're all saying it's about nuclear weapons. Well, this is very interesting when you listen to... To what Uncle Don says about North Korea's nukes,
5: North Korean statement.
1: This is that woman, by the way, who I, and I got irked just because of my Uncle Don. I'm like, stop, no, no, you, you go away, you. I don't like you. Uncle Don is good,
5: which is quite different from the U.S. statement issued today on whether or not that even brings us back to where the six-party talks stalled in October 2008. It does not specifically state plutonium, which is the problem with the actual nuclear weapons they have today. And in fact, Ambassador Greg, as as we. We understand it the North Korean statement did mention uranium, it didn't mention plutonium. What's the significance of that?
6: Well that's very significant because the the nuclear weapons they have produced have been produced through plutonium, not uranium.
1: Oh I'm like, really? That's significant? Why? Well, because plutonium nuclear weapons, from what I've been able to and I am not a nuclear physicist, they're lame. Plutonium nukes are unstable. Uh, they you know they great, they're great for dirty bombs, but they're not really they're like, you know, they're like fire they're like ladyfingers compared to a uranium-based nuclear weapon. Do you have any expertise in this field, uh, John?
0: Uh, no, not necessarily, but I've never heard this particular uh, analysis before. I will have to look into it.
1: Well, for him to say, "Hey, this is very significant because it's plutonium. It's not uranium, it's plutonium." Uh, and, and I guess a plutonium explosion is an implosion, and it's very hard. To, this is what I think the fat boy was. Uh, was that Hiroshima fat boy? Or was that Nagasaki? One of the two. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, it's very difficult, and you can only basically blow up, you know, one city. You can't, like, nuke out a whole country. It's not. It's just not a good bomb from everything I can read that's that's the the gist of it and uh... so it's it's clear from what ambassador Davis See, i think he's now he's asked, he's like oh i don't know why i said that that blah, blah,
6: blah. has said that our goal is to get at denuclearization of north korea but these steps are in the right direction and i would suggest to balbina and others who are so deeply skeptical that we stop looking backward to where we have been but let's look forward to where we can go And what has been agreed to in Beijing sets a very clear path toward preliminary steps that can lay the basis for significant negotiations on denuclearization in the future. But that's going to take time. It isn't going to happen immediately, because there are decades of mistrust between our two countries that we have to overcome.
1: So now Uncle Don was ambassador to South Korea, amongst many other things. So he knows the region, and I'm convinced he's obviously still... If not in the agencies, he's in the loop. So I send him an email. I say, Uncle Don, man, first of all, you look great. He looks like sixty, and he doesn't look eighty-six at all. And I say, you know, I was great seeing what you had to say, but what up with that woman? I'm saying, you know, knowing what Gazprom's plans are with the pipeline, uh, what was she a Russian asset? <laughs> so this morning, I got an email back. Thanks, Adam. Gee, I often think of you and Mickey there in Austin and uh, how my Aunt Leah was uh, on the faculty at UT. By the way, one of my best friends, best friends uh, Bobby in What's his name? Oh. Inman? Yeah. Bobby Inman uh, is in Austin. I'm like, Bobby Inman, who's that? Hello, Bobby Ray Inman? Yeah, he's very famous. <gasps> this guy was like deputy uh, director of the CIA, NSA. So I don't know if Uncle Don's sending me a message or not. Like, you know, well, duh. I, I think the message is find him. See cover. I don't know what it is, but he is like completely you to go
0: have a beer with the guy, which
1: is exactly what I emailed back. Said, Send me Bobby Ray's number. I'm going to go have a beer with him for sure. And so Bobby, Bobby Ray Inman. I mean, this guy is uh, he's huge. I mean, when you, when you look at his resume, so he completely ignored my question, which I think means go talk to Bobby Ray. And you exactly.
0: might get some answers. God, it's too funny. cool, though, right? So, yeah, well, you definitely you can go have a, a, a little uh, little chat with Bobby. Ray. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Me and Bobby Ray are going to be best buds. So then I come across this YouTube video from Russia. And there's, well, a- you know,
0: Inman was or Inman was born in Texas. He's from Ronesboro. Oh yeah, and I think so he- it makes sense that he moved back. Oh there. yeah, yeah. And he he ran a whole bunch of big
1: companies later. He was a, an admiral in the Navy first, and then he retired. and it's interesting.
0: Brought- he, fr- he started off as director of Naval Intelligence, and he went to the DIA, right? And then he became director of the National Security Agency, mm-hmm. and then he went to the CIA. So this guy has mm-hmm. knows everything. He
1: has massive credits. <laughs> He's gonna be my drinking buddy. Bobby Ray. You hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, it's going to be my drink. Can I say who? (laughs) Who? Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, Hey, come on in, son.
1: Oh, 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 I'm sorry, man. I didn't know you were Uncle Don's uh, kid. So, um, so now, so there's, so the Russians are really pushing back and, you know, there's all, you know, Putin here. Putin warned against putting too much pressure on North Korea, saying that it's nuclear status is unacceptable for russia but that efforts to test the strength of the new leader are impermissible in other words back off lucifer you clinton god get, get out of my way you got to stop that so here's where it gets a little crazy but i find this um, and this is uh, i'm going to presume that the translation is correct vladimir volkovich zhirinovsky uh, who is now a politician, but was colonel of the Russian army, founder and leader of the Liberal Democratic Party of Russia, vice chairman of the state Duma, and member of the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe. And he's being interviewed on Russian television. I will uh, play I will play his audio uh, in the background. And here's the translation. What remains is Russia possessing orbital launch capabilities, space power. Russia, with lots of money, resources, and weapons that no one knows about them yet. With them, we will destroy any part of the planet within 15 minutes. Not an explosion, not a ray burst, not some kind of laser, not a lightning, no, but a quiet and peaceful weapon. Whole continents will be put to sleep forever, and that's all you will have to dig in the wreckage and debris of your buildings, and all of you, 120 million, will die. If you will ever demand the curlies from us, corrals from us, So goes for the rest of the world. Everyone should be thinking about the future, about the future of everyone. You should start thinking about that. Um, And then he goes to uh, yell about the Georgian dude, Shakasvili. And he says, hey, do you remember what happened to Fukushima? Remember that? Be careful, uh, Shakasvili. So he's talking to the Titan guy from Georgia. Or there might be another tsunami on the other side of the planet in the Caucasus. That would be for you that's what this guy is saying i'm and just listening to the trans, to the to the audio it sounds like the translation is fair so how about this for a setup russia needs to start exporting they need to sell gas other places than to europe and you, they're slowly getting closed off um uh you know of course we have the leviathan field now in in israel and it looks like we've got uh, the us obviously Coming in to help uh, uh, the Cypriots and uh, get move everything the Israeli gas move it through Greece through Italy and they're really trying to block all these uh, Russian uh, Gazprom pipelines. Coincidentally, the U.S. all of a sudden turns on the anti missile radar facility in Turkey, which is exactly where all the Russian pipelines run through. So I think there's a lot of a lot of posturing going on. Maybe the Russians use this phenomenal weapon to create the new market in Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this second half of the show. No, it's not second half of the show. Normally that is second half of the show, but to have this guy saying it like that and to have all these things heating up at the, at the very same time. Well,
0: it is pretty sus-
1: Oh, did I lose you? I, I don't oh.
0: know, did you?
1: Yeah, for a second. You said it's pretty sus- suspicious is what you were going to say? <laughs> Hello?
0: No, it depends on this—the uh, credibility of this character. Right. Well, one thing's for sure: there's a fight
1: going on, and it's uh, and and uh, and North Korea is very important, and the Russians only want to just complete that pipeline to get their gas down to South Korea and to Japan. That's an, that's an obvious given, and and you just go back and you see all of this was heating up two months ago. Then all of a sudden, we're going to send them energy bars. Yeah, maybe Kim Jong Un is just such an an idiot that he likes energy bars. He's like,
0: no, no. I think that they're just screwing screwing with him with the energy bars. They don't want to really make it look like they're doing anything. I, I don't know what the point of the energy bars thing is. I think Oon is pretty cosmopolitan, to be honest about it. He spent most of his time in Paris, mm. so he knows which way that, you know what's wrong. So I'm not completely buying the fact that it's just because he's kind of chubby that he's an idiot. Uh, There was one interesting tidbit I picked up on the BBC had some guy in Singapore that was just a weirdo. I don't know how he was picking a lot of weird stories, including the bear bile farming story, which I never heard of. But he they they did bring out one story on uh, on North Korea that I thought was a little odd. Play the crazy BBC story about North Korea.
3: And Lucy, there are reports that uh, North Korea is uh, loosening its uh, um, border controls, allowing North Koreans uh, to uh, cross the border uh, to China, but they have to bring back a ton of food.
2: That's right. This is quite a complicated story. Obviously, uh, North Koreans have never found it very easy to leave their country. Um, and this loosening of controls applies to people who have relatives in China. They've always been able to get official permits to cross into China for short periods, but they haven't been easy to obtain. And in the past, I'm told uh, by a North Korean here in Seoul who has links to that area, that they were asked to bring back two and a half tons of food. Now, if these reports are true and that amount has gone down to one ton, that does indicate that North Korea is perhaps very keen indeed to get more food into the country. Why is less clear?
1: Because Kim Jong-un
0: wants his energy bars. It's obvious. So let me get this straight It's obvious <laughs> so I take a permit out. I go to see my you know my uncle in uh somewhere in china. of china in China and then I have to come back with energy bars a ton two tons two thousand or two or four thousand thousand pounds five thousand pounds of food. <laughs> yeah. how do I get this five thousand do I have to bring a truck? <laughs> How do I move the 5,000 pounds of food?
1: With, you, with your U-Haul. That story is weird. Yeah. So the food thing to me is just bogus. Not that, th- 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 there's no, no, no... I think
0: you're right. I think if there's, if there's a pipeline involved, which so seems to be the theme for the last month, yeah. uh, it's probably what it is. And it makes nothing but sense because the Japanese are hard up for... for uh, and you can gouge them. They're in a, goug- in a position to be gouged. Well, and he- they don't seem to care about it. Here's
1: the, uh, here's, the, here's the report that kind of tipped me off. Uh, this is when uh, Kim Jong-il uh, and uh, Medvedev met when he was still alive, just before he got killed on the train. Uh, agreed in principle to lay a gas pipeline through North Korea to South Korea. According to insiders, the project is a tactical move by Russia, which finds itself in a fierce, in fierce competition with China. Russia has bickered with China over the export price of Siberian gas since 2008. Remember, that's when the talks stalled in 2008. And they reached a stalemate for the uh, due to Chinese demands for a dramatic price cut. So Russia could now be attempting to pressure China by tapping South Korea and Japan as alternative markets for its natural gas. And if we know right one at a higher price, yeah, the Japanese we, will
0: pay anything. And we got to jack up the price. Exactly. The Japanese, by the way, as a culture, are not known for... Uh, Negotiating? Uh, well, no, they they will negotiate, but they're not known for being cheap. Mm. You know, like some cultures, right. Are, right. I don't know, India, oh, for Like example. the Chiners, che- the cheap yeah. Chiners. The Chiners are always into making things as inexpensively as possible. Best price is their motto. And... Uh, so they, uh, if you can have the Japanese as a market because they pay top, they they're they're actually known for paying top dollar, top bucks. yeah. There's a big difference between top dollar and and best price. Yes, and so that's a great market if the if the Russians can pull that off. I can see where the and the Chinese will get you know get shorted on the on the deal. But just think about they're you know, against it. Well, of course they're against it.
1: In America, what I think that the we're just like. You know, we don't give a crap as long as we're in on the deal. Here, to have an energy bar. We're
0: in- <laughs> we, I know what we got. We got them backed up in the warehouse. <laughs> send, them to, send them to North Korea. That's send,
1: send in the, what are those bars called? What are they called? Luna bars. Cliff bar. <laughs> no, Luna bar is better.
0: A Luna bar. <laughs> a Luna bar. There's yeah. some of those bars, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Luna bar. Are some of the worst tasting things imaginable? Yeah, and they're filled with soy. They make your brain shrink.
1: Yeah, probably soy and acid make you make your stomach hurt and make your brain shrink. So to me, you know, I, we got to keep a sharp eye on this because one thing's for sure, the food thing is bullcrap. Ener- <laughs> energy bars, really, and you know, it's like well, we didn't want to send them healthy food because we were afraid. This NPR actually had this report. Hold on a second. I, I, I'm, I'm this. It really irks me. Well, now actually, I'm happy because you know now I feel much happier knowing that it's all bullcrap. Listen to this piece of the NPR report about. In in the transcript, they say energy bars. They don't say it in the report. But listen to wh- why they aren't sending healthy
2: food.
5: North Koreans wanted to have rice and grains, but U.S. officials feared that could just end up on banquet tables. So instead, they're giving what they call nutritional assistance.
1: Like energy bars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> banquet tables? Banquet tables, yeah. We don't want it ending Maybe up on... Maybe they're sending a pe- you know some sort of duck, a Ruan duck or something, but rice... Is it, is it rice and beans? Rice and beans is what they want. They're going to end up on banquet. Oh, we finally eat tonight. <laughs> rice and beans. We got some beans. We got some rice at this great banquet.
1: <laughs> so no, a crock. So now, Clinton's trip comes in. Uh, Bill Clinton's trip comes into perspective when he went to go get uh, those, uh, those dutes, Ling Ling.
0: The two, Ling Ling and Ling
1: Yeah, that was the setup. That was that was the setup. Say, listen, man, listen.
0: When was that?
1: That when was, the was, that? was uh, that was probably right around the time when the Russians were were first starting to crank up the the pipeline conversations again. Give me a date. Give me a date. And well,
0: we, it was before the. Uh, it was before the most before the most. Uh, no, before the most yeah, be, that.
1: No, it was before Fukushima. Oh, who knows? Bill said, "Hey, hey, I got an idea." <sighs> Remember them things, the harp things we put in place?
0: I've got the page. Uh, she she was actually on The View for a while. Lingling, Lingling, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ling Ling. Oh, was yeah. actually Lisa Ling. She
1: is building a house in California, I think in, I don't know, I think somewhere uh, north of San Francisco that was featured on Oh, I got the wrong with Ling Ling. Oh, it was featured on like I think. Amazing Homes or something. And it's this high-tech, contem- I mean, it's got to be a $3 million home. High-tech, contemporary, full battery array in the basement with, you know, to, the whole house runs on batteries. And it's, you know, it's high design. Actually, some of it really quite beautiful. I'm like, where'd you get that money from, Ling Ling?
0: The woman that got captured yes! in North Korea?
1: yes. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Ling Ling's house.
0: Okay, it's Laura Ling, which I think is this other woman's sister, which is curious in itself. Her name is Laura Ling?
1: Wasn't it Lisa Ling? Yeah, Lisa
0: Ling Ling is the sister that was on The View. Oh, Laura Ling. Laura Ling. Uh, hmm. I got 322. Yeah, here it is. 322.09 is when the story broke. Uh, Laura Ling and Una Lee detained in North Korea. So it's three twenty-two oh nine. So it was almost three years ago. So you have to see if you can track oh nine, it
1: right? So that was after 2008 when everything fell apart. That was the that was the initial push. I'll find this house. It's hard because you use the word home or house, and it's like. Yeah, you're doomed. Yeah, she's like, hey, I'm home. No, that's not what we were. I, I saw it on TV. I saw it on, you know, like building amazing homes or something. Someone will find it and send it and we'll drop it into the into the show notes.
0: I find that peculiar.
1: Well, it, I mean, it had. I'm telling you, this is a $3 million house. It's beautiful. In California. You know, so you know that the land is going to be outrageously expensive.
0: Well, Where does she get that kind of money? I don't know. She's a journalist that floats around, you know. I don't know scantily clad in the hills over North Korea. I don't know. Mm. I don't
1: know she flew on Bill's jet. I know that. That's usually a good start towards fame and
0: riches. Yeah, we we could use a ride.
1: Yeah, speaking of such um, you know, I'm like I did a lot of work obviously uh, in the past couple of days and uh we came in light today, which is a little disappointing. I thought we we're going to, you know, we we're going to bring it up for February. Uh, but we do have some executive producers who we can thank, which is always nice.
0: Yes, as a matter of fact, we do. And uh, uh, as soon as I open, <laughs> open as this door <laughs> I didn't have it open. Let me okay. cover for
7: you. Okay,
0: well, we do have a couple of executive producers to thank. Uh, uh, one executive producer and, well, we'll make it two executive producers and uh, one associate Okay. which is uh, Alan Mock 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 in River Edge, New Jersey, 33333. Alan from River Edge, New Jersey says, long-time boner, first-time donor, could use a dedouching. douching Also, this donation is on my son, Aiden, who uh, turns three, uh, hence the 3333 donation. He needs a karma shot and also a MILF to his wife, who's about to pop out her second good one. Okay, keep so, the good so, work. So, so he's he a triple. About-
1: so Saturday is three three, which reminds me, this could be a great date for lucky three 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 donations.
0: Yeah, for people who are into the, the, the numerology, uh, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today is the first, second, third. Yeah, Saturday. Donate three 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 three, and on three three. Okay. Okay.
1: I, I'm going to give him. Uh, so I'm going to give him a dedouching, a milf, and uh, a karma as well. Or is this the? Yeah. De-douching yeah. Milf? Okay. Dedouching, milf, and a karma. Here we go.
5: <laughs>
4: You've been de-douched.
2: MILF? That's one the I'd like
4: to. You've got karma.
1: There you go. Wow. Yeah. You
0: should just clip that
1: <laughs> and just use that over and over again. Well, you someta- nailed it. Sometimes I know it's tight. Sometimes people want it in a different order. So, you know, this show is live. You know, all the stuff we do is all the elements are separate. There's no pre-production. Yeah,
0: even though you listen on a pod... Uh, a pod thing. iPod or whatever. Pod doodle. It's live to take. A pod doodle. Shuttle experts in Chatswood, New South Wales, 312. John Genoveso is here from Sydney. Keep up the good work, guys. Don't listen to anybody who complains about your payment model. I think it's brilliant. Please send some karma as I'm trying to get a new job. I have an interview coming up. Absolutely. Here's your job, karma, my friend down You've under. Got karma. I wonder if such Shuttle Experts with an X-perts uh, is an is a operation that sells that little shuttle computer, you know, that cute little computer that people like. The shuttle? I don't, I'm not familiar with the shuttle. But it's an expensive little small, extremely small box. It's quite powerful. Hmm. It's used a lot for people who do trade shows because you, can, you don't have to lug a bunch of heavy-duty crap
1: Shuttle.com? around. Shuttle.com? I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Let me
0: see. You put, just type in Shuttle Computer into the Google and you'll come up with something. Sean Polson, meanwhile, in Middleton, Delaware, 23333, in the morning, John and Adam, you've kept me hooked since the Haitian earthquake by consistently uncover, uncovering what's really going on and backing it up with proof. Hell Yeah. So I feel you deserve my contribution to keep up the commendable work. I'm including $200 for producership and three, 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 three to secure my podcast license. Yes. Okay. Well, that's got to be noted. I have a special request for a ringtone that could work for the <coughs> slaves. Okay. Have Adam host wind loser drone to introduce the incoming caller to the show. Then end with a slide whistle. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I understand. How does the show work? Please give Carmen to my wife, Rachel, who is due to give birth to our, another uh, upcoming baby, another yeah. no-agenda baby. I say revenue. Future revenue is how I see Future it. Future revenue. <laughs> uh, lastly, a douchebag call to, here, douchebag to to the slaves at Crew Met 2012. Ryan Oh, Sorry, yeah. Ryan. Go on, Ryan Hurts. Douchebag. Aaron Rausch. Do- uh. Douchebag. Steve Reed Muller. Douchebag. Corey Stanford. And especially Joe Barnes. Douchebag. It's are not John, subscribing. John Barnes. The, oh, John. I'm sorry. Well, then I'm a douchebag. Give me one. <laughs> very much uh, you, for not subscribing to the no agenda formula however Corey is due a karma shout out for a better job situation once the karma kicks in he'll be a no agenda supporter for sure please toot the slide whistle jeez for James <laughs> hey, Leffler we, this
1: is, we, only, we only
0: got a couple of producers man you know, so you might as well uh, give them what they want and sign Sean Paulson please add me to the birthday list he just celebrated on 227 yeah, so he, he needs a karma for a number of things so give him that we're done
4: You've got karma.
0: He uh, Anyway, that will be our two uh, executive producers and the associate executive producer for show 387. Uh, we'd like to have uh, other people do this for the Sunday show. Well, we'd, we'd like to work. do better on the Sunday show. And better on the Sunday I'm show tired. if possible. I'm tired. Uh, I'm working uh, hard well, here. Dvorak.org slash na, channeldvorak.com slash na, noagendashow.com and no nation com uh, and you can find donate buttons there and uh, y- look in your email box and find one of the letters that we've written you. Yeah,
3: please. And
0: of course, we've
1: always had some people uh, trying to help us out. So a lot of reminders about Saturday being the third of the third. So you can do your three, three, three donation. That'd be uh, very helpful towards the program uh, so we can continue to follow the pipes and and other douchebaggery that is happening around because it will actually make you feel better when you know what's happening, and so you can. At, at the, I mean, seriously, uh, if if we go, if we see, if we do anything social this weekend, I can't wait to to lay the energy bar thing on people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, we're so good. we're sending them energy bars because they're afraid the rice and beans will end up on the banquet table.
0: <laughs> rice and
1: beans. I guarantee you, ban- people will go like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> It'll, it'll make you look smart it'll make When you look I go smart.
0: to a banquet I am always looking forward to rice and beans
1: <laughs> Thank you to uh, some producers who are forwarding some interesting domain names to our noagenda com website as an example cheatingpoliticians.com which uh, I like is pretty good karmarise.com that's another good one and here's my favorite actually coming from our producer Andrew who works at Old Navy uh, as a, a wage slave, he says, oh, Adam, I just, please, I I, I can't hear the voiceovers you're doing for auditions anymore, um, he, <laughs> although he says you'd be great for our internal uh, training videos, and he is forwarding insincerevoiceovers.com
0: to the show. We should do <laughs> <laughs> Which I think, I think insincere is about is, is about a, is a good description. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so too. Everyone else out there, if you don't have a credit, you can always try and help us out by propagating our formula. Our
7: formula
3: is this: we go out, we hit people in the mouth.
1: world order. All right, you know you're one, so you might as well yell it out loud. Shut, Shut up, up, slave. So without going too far into it, John, uh, I would just like to say that uh, the most recent uh, WikiLeaks release of uh, Stratfor emails is, I mean, it's so obvious that uh, whoever is behind WikiLeaks, and I'm thinking now it's probably uh, Israeli intelligence, is only doing this to make WikiLeaks look credible. There's just the whole thing is so bogative. <laughs> I mean have you I mean you know it's like oh 25 million emails you, you you so I download the the 7z zip zip file Did you get the you got the big file No there's no big file they only have like 2500 no, or well, somebody... No bull crap well, bull maybe, crap right, but, And, and the whole thing is there. filled with you know well WikiLeaks this Wiki it's only to make WikiLeaks look credible And uh, and I think that probably now that I think about it, it, that it probably is Israeli intelligence. And actually, as I was reading about uh, Bobby Ray, um, Bobby Ray started his career by finding out that you know they had given the Israelis access to our satellites to view certain areas of the world as it pertained to Israeli security. This is just from what I found online, a little bit of research this morning. Uh, but it turns out the Israelis had had jacked into. Uh, more areas of the database, and they were looking at Iraq, Iran, all these other places that they had no business looking. So you know, it's a very precarious relationship we have with the Israelis. And the more I think about it, you know, Bradley Manning might very well just be an Israeli spy, and they may, and and this is probably why Obama even said the guy's guilty. You know, he's lock him up, and and, and Julian Assange probably too. I think that's much more likely now in hindsight. Mm. That this is Israeli intelligence messing around with stuff. Stratfor, please. What a joke.
0: I like this idea.
1: Well, let's keep our eye on it because the whole idea, whoever's behind it, it's so obvious with all these, oh, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks. That's all your top stories is WikiLeaks. That's just to make them look credible. I can't see any other reason. Who gives a crap? There's no other organization behind WikiLeaks anymore, and by the way if if I um am to be extradited or if i'm arrested or you know whatever i'm in I'm in big trouble like Julian Assange, whose mansion is am I going to be staying at? the guy's sitting in a mansion <laughs> that's a good point come on I mean whose mansion is that he's living it up he's definitely living it up he's doing speeches at the London School of economics he's hanging out he's <laughs> So, don't fall for any of that. And Stratford. Even Bobby Ray was quoted about Stratford, too. He's like, Pfft, yeah, yeah. What he, he says, yeah, it's bad for, for them because their competition's going to get their business. That's all he had to say. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah, and it's true. Who is their competition? I get Stratford emails all the time. They go to spam.
0: There's a... <laughs> they have a lot of competition. I mean, just, there's like something like... Five to ten thousand of these little operations in the United States—they all get paid by the apparently bottomless pit of money that these uh, that the major uh, intelligence agencies have, and they can't hire all these people. They're already loaded to the gills. I mean, apparently the NSA—they got like thirty thousand people or something in that building outside of uh, you know wherever they are in the middle of Virginia. Yeah, like- uh, I don't know. It's some huge—it's one of the world's biggest office complexes. Yeah. Well, in maybe, the world. Maybe we should start What a are little. these people doing? They're in the marketing department? I always wonder, some of these companies, <laughs> they have so many people. It's like, what are they doing? Are oh, they in the marketing department? What the hell is the marketing department doing with all these people? Doing sales. Doing sales. Oh, man.
1: Did you see, um, I watched some of that Facebook uh, marketing conference that they held in New York to... And they talked to the biggest advertisers in the world. I'm talking American Express. I'm talking uh, Johnson & Johnson. I'm talking uh, uh, PepsiCo. And this was the big, the big show. Did you see any of that?
0: No, I missed the whole thing. Mr. What Technology was it? Was, it, was it on C-SPAN?
1: No, they were streaming it live. No. And, and it was so I
0: actually... over the internets?
1: Yeah, I had the audio mix. I was watching C-SPAN and that at the same time and they did have one hot chick who came out she like but she only was there to introduce Cheryl Sandberg i'm like Cheryl whatever her name is but their their big thing you know the, you know and you were so spot on that you know Google is, this was basically Google's parades. saying we're really good we can really snoop on everything so advertise with us facebook's big ploy stories are now advertisements don't think ads think stories like what
0: this comes right out of the Peter Goober book that came out this year. And Goober went on the road to discuss this book everywhere. And I think he even went to you know, discuss it with the Facebook folks. That, and that's the theme of the book.
1: Really? Well, yeah. Well, that's their, that's their whole magic ploy. And, and the big kicker is when you log out of Facebook, <laughs> turns out that uh, 70 million people log out of Facebook daily. This, you know the, And they had this douchebag sales guy with brown shoes who talked a bit like William Shatner. Like, you know, now we're going to show an ad when you log
0: out. Ooh, wow. That's cool. They've hit the home run with that one. Out of the park. There
1: was not a single mention of, you know, we know everything. We've got all the data. We know what people are pooping. We know what they're drinking. None of that. Just like when people, well, I think
0: to be honest about it, I think the company is essentially naive, especially when dealing with some sharp operators like the guys at Google, mm-hmm. who are you know essentially Sergey's a you know Ukrainian. Hello, and, <laughs> and, hello, and so they so they probably saw that all that negative or what appeared to be negative publicity for Google. You know that they know all this stuff. They probably, saw, I'm sure, they had a meeting where they said, the, "Oh, this would don't let that happen to us." They fell for
1: it. They fell for it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they they fell for it. That shows you that they, where the company's at. They do not have the, you know, the guy who no, understands uh, shark, uh, you know, shark marketing. You, you just listen to this. No, listen to this. Dumb. Just just listen to this. I have a billion
1: dollars to spend, and I'm in the audience at the museum of natural history or whatever. Beautiful arena, big screens, everything, and I'm listening to this idiot. Those
6: first three placements, the right hand side, the newsfeed and desktop and mobile. They're available as
1: of today. Woo! Woo! Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the new iPod and uh, the, the new iPhone 3. It's available as of today. And the fourth optional placement, the logout
6: experience Woo! will come online logout
1: experience
6: in April.
0: So, a logout experience. Let's take a look. Let's take Hopefully,
1: a look. He's doing he, he studied Steve Jobs and he's trying to pull the same thing out. Oh,
0: everybody off. wants to be Steve Jobs. Yeah. Premium on
6: Facebook is pretty useful you. for a variety of objectives. Yeah, well, oh, what objectives? Direct response? Uh, or brand. Brand. Let's go back to our fun news story that we're introducing today offers. Here's Macy's page. There oh, we go.: right? oh. Mission Control.: Mission Control. Oh it's their page is now Mission Control.: Publishing that offer as a story, and then investing in uh, the, the distribution.: Which means you're going to pay, pay us, you invest in the distribution, and it shows up on the right-hand side in the best places. Of it. Oh, there you the see it list. on the right best. hand side right of the homepage. Side. homepage. And for Macy's 4.5 million US fans Woo! and there are over 200 million <laughs> friends, the opportunity to be opportunity. in the newsfeed in both desktop Amazing.
1: and mobile. In the newsfeed, the opportunity in the newsfeed. This, <laughs> this is going to suck. This is going to suck. You're just going to have nothing but Macy's and J.C. Penney's and 1 800 Flowers. 1 800 Flowers actually crap. makes sense. You know that that's an, a company that I think knows how to use uh, 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 an idiot platform like Facebook to their advantage four times a year. Yeah, you know, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, but otherwise, who who gives a crap? You got friends. Yeah, you got 200 million friends. It's got to be a lot of trannies in Brazil loving you, and not all Americans. Anyway, that's how. So uh, I like our starvation model better. In fact,
0: send us rice and beans <laughs> so we can lay out our banquet. You know, if somebody could get us some some of that special rice out of Iran, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll take it. I'll be definitely banqueting around that stuff. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll take it. <laughs>
0: oh boy i told you my iranian rice yeah yeah sugar. yeah it made me sick <laughs> <laughs> it made you sick
1: i have more from uh lucifer it just doesn't quit if you're interested
0: yeah, uh, oh yeah i am 10 i'm i'm tend, i'm, I'm, I'm right.
1: in well so lucifer and this was why i was, I was watching a lot of c-span everyone's presenting their budgets and uh you know, there's a lot of you know little ditties and doo ha hickeys in uh Uh, in these budgets, and these are very long sessions. I think she did two, two two-and-a-half-hour sessions, and so I know that with the amount she's traveling, she's got the 5 a.m. feeding for uh, Huma Abedin's baby, Uh, and that's why she looks so haggard. Uh, She's tired, so I know she's going to slip up and say stupid stuff and say things that she really shouldn't be saying, and of course, like all evil elites, she's thinking, and no one's watching this crap anyway, and honestly, she's pretty much right. Yes,
0: no, she's totally right. And so she she can do this. And and so at the end of the day, she can say, hey, I told told you you so. I wasn't keeping anything from you.
1: So let's listen first to uh, her basically telling the truth about Iran not having any nuclear weapon or any plans for a nuclear weapon. Quite astounding.
5: Well, uh, thank you, Senator. Uh, Look, I I know that last week. um...
0: Okay, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Stopping. This is going to be. Um, I just did it, and I, I want to just change the topic just for a second. Yeah, sure, man. I ha- sure. I have a Hillary clip. Okay. That I wanted to use to ridicule her. Oh, good. <laughs> because every ever since that you. Caught me on the fact of the matter, and yeah. I've been hearing it constantly oh, yeah. from other people. Oh, and yeah. the whole family goes, "Oh, there it is again." Yeah, <laughs> and I noticed that it took me a while to get over it. Wait
1: a minute! So uh, I, I've now provided you your, your family every- I've provided your family with more fun now. Point it, you can,
0: well. Do you stop scrabbling
1: with the family? And when you hear that, and everyone just well. Knows, now oh. if I say
0: that I'm going to say the fact of the matter, I say the fact is, which is pro- is just as bad, and you could probably call yeah. me on that too. Yeah. But I noticed that when I called you on, I do believe which is something that's always galled me when people say it. You stopped doing it without any, I couldn't catch you again. No. I, so you stopped instantly. This is now, because,
1: uh, let me explain why for a second. It's because I have a, a, a father complex. And when, you know, and you, of course, are my surrogate dad. And when you say that, I listen to you.
0: You, you and your do believe. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I, I still have an uh problem. I say uh, but nothing like Hillary. So I have a complete, I have a collection of Hillary stuff, too, from the same, this is the hearing before the, before the Senate. From an edit. You did, an, I did some work. I didn't do an edit. I just have it. There's so many us, there's no reason to edit uh, it. Although, uh, I, maybe I will now. But I have the ringer <laughs> okay. for, the, for the us, and I'm going to let you play your clip, but I've got the ringer out. Do, do, are we going to play your uh, Hillary clip first? No, you play your clip, and then we'll see if you need to play mine. Okay. Well,
5: uh, thank you, Senator. Uh, look, I I know that last week um, uh, the Director of National Intelligence, former General Clapper, the Director of the CIA, former General Petraeus, uh, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, General Dempsey, plus Secretary Panetta all testified in front of other committees here in the Senate uh, that it is the uh, conclusion of our Intelligence Committee uh, that the Iranian have not yet made the decision uh, to uh, produce a nuclear weapon.
1: Oh, wait a minute. The Iranians have not yet made the decision. I thought that they were making a nuclear weapon. They are on their way. Any w- minute it was w- going to be ready to drop. Yeah, three days, 72 hours. They could have it ready to go. But she continues.
5: Now, now. The, the explanation that I, I think came from those uh, uh, very credible sources, <laughs> uh, uh, Patriots All. Patriots All.
1: So even though they're a-holes, you a-holes for blowing it, you're a patriot.
5: Uh, Is that there's a continuing debate going on inside the Iranian regime, and it's uh, an especially complicated debate.
1: Oh, so there's a debate. They're having like a debate about. Do they this. have microphones in the room, or what? I, how does she know well, this? Well, let's, well, she's incredibly. She's Lucifer. For
5: anybody on the outside, and I dare say some people who are on the inside to understand, because there is a uh, a, a lot of uh, power struggle going on. Oh. There are uh, personality clashes. Oh. Uh, the supreme leader, who is the you know head of the clerical uh, uh, presence institutionally within Iran. Uh, the Revolutionary Guard and the Kuds Force, uh, the the Parliament and the President. Uh, there's a mess over there.
1: They don't know what's going on. They have made. They can't make a decision. She's, she's filibustering.
5: <laughs> she can't make a decision. Uh, we just get a uh, lot of uh. static. Static. Wait a minute. I
1: thought it was clear you had all the information, the intelligence. Now, Hillary, it's static
5: in uh, intelligence reporting and analysis from not just our own sources, but international sources. Oh, you mean the people who uh, have a bone to pick? So I think there is a debate. Uh, (laughs) There's no doubt they're pursuing nuclear uh, power.
1: Oh, wait a minute. There's no doubt they're pursuing nuclear power, which I
5: guess is okay, right? They have a right under ah, the NPT. Okay, that's the whole point. As a signatory to pursue peaceful, peaceful civil nuclear civil power. power. Uh, and there is no doubt that a lot of no doubt. what has been discovered by the IAEA uh, points in the direction of a nuclear weapons... No, 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 not points in the direction. It was a fact. It was a fact, John. Am I
1: nuts? Is she backpedaling on this whole thing?
0: Well, she's testifying before the Senate, so she she has to be honest. Well, let me ask you this.
1: So I'm going to move on. So then we're going to talk about Pakistan. As we know, Pakistan, very important for the uh, um, Turkmenistan-Afghanistan-Pakistan-India pipeline, known as TAPI, the TAPI, which is the new Silk Road, which is... (laughs) yeah don't lie. Buy a lot of silk from that all that natural uh, gas. uh i got a clip on that too so uh now she's going to talk about pakistan pakistan if i am uh not mistaken uh they have a uh, technology to make nuclear weapons in fact i believe they have nuclear weapons <laughs> and they've they dropped not? a couple of them and they, they so they know how to blow up uh nuclear devices right so th- that's Right. Now, it what, must
0: be a plutonium bomb based on what we've understood earlier since it is North Korean technology. Well, Lucifer Clinton is now going to tell
1: us that Pakistan is so stupid that they don't even know the basics of bomb making. So she's going to tell you a story.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to turn the ringer off, by the way. Yeah, please, annoying me. Please. She
1: just says it too often. Listen to the story. So she's talking about Pakistan. And uh, this is about IEDs improvised explosive devices, and the question came for one of her Democratic buddies, saying, well, what are we going to do about all the IEDs which are killing our troops? Well, how about removing the troops from the general area of the IED? That would be my uh, suggestion. But no, well, we've got to get that pipeline built. Very important. So listen to this.
5: is focused on the transport of calcium ammonium nitrate.
1: Calcium ammonium nitrate. John, don't say anything yet. Do not tell us what that is because I knew it immediately. And she will tell us, and you'll be amazed how stupid Pakistan is.
5: Uh, they have a implementation plan in the works. We've had several expert meetings with them on their national counter-IED strategy that they approved in June 2011. Uh, they're working, actually, with their Afghan counterparts to improve coordination on the border.
1: Okay, this is big. Uh,
5: to restrict uh, fertilizer imports. Uh, we've had uh, several uh, productive meetings between uh, the government of Pakistan, the government of Afghanistan, and ISAF.
1: Okay, so let me just review. The problem is that uh, they, have had, they need to be careful because fertilizer is being transported all over the country, and of course fertilizer, which I've known since I was 10, fertilizer can be used to create uh, very rapid incendiary devices, i.e. a bomb or an IED. Correct, John?
0: Well, yeah. If it, generally speaking, you you want um, ammonium nitrate, which is a fertilizer, you don't want one of these. No, you don't want, you want the know, poop. Compounds. Just the poop stuff. No, you don't want poop. Right? But yeah, okay. no, yeah. Ammonium nitrate. In fact, the, when most of the instead of using dynamite, most uh, facilities that are uh, trying to blow up a side of a hill to get to the to do some mining nowadays tend to use what's called an anfo bomb, which is ammonium nitrate. Uh, <coughs> Uh, a fuel oil. It's ammonium nitrate, pure ammonium nitrate, which is available. Now, do you and, think? Do you think that? And I- then you mix it with the heavy bunker crude, the crappiest right. oil you can find. Or actually, fuel oil. It's like a kerosene. And then you stuff it in a in a container like a uh, a pipe, uh, which would be like a pipe bomb. And then you then you need the the kicker because this thing you can't light it or anything. It's never or even put a fuse on. It's Wait. not going to do anything. You need a ex- very expensive blasting cap.
1: So you'd think that uh, there would be, with the technology Pakistan has, they would know that uh, fertilizer can be uh, used to create uh, a bomb. I would, everybody knows
5: this. Um, over the past year. And, and so we're making progress. And I, I just have to uh, say, Senator, that uh, when I raised it directly uh, with the very highest levels of the military and civilian uh, uh, governance, in Pakistan, there was a lot of confusion. I mean, you know, they they did not understand how fertilizer that they, many of them told me they use on their own farms, uh, Uh was such a problem.
1: (laughs) The highest level of government and the army. What are you telling me, Hillary? This can be used (laughs) to make a bomb? I put that down to grow my tomatoes? This is completely, Hillary, this, is, this cannot be correct. ours is it
5: possible? So I explained to them, you know, after the Oklahoma City bombing, we had to reach the same conclusion. Oh,
1: we didn't know that until then either. Oh, okay. Really? How insulting is this? And we've got our government, John, the guys, you and I, and the, and the people within the sound of our voices in the United States of Gitmo Nation listening, sitting there going, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense.
0: Never heard of such never heard why a
1: fertilizer and a bomb at How can that be? Yeah, man, I'm so glad we got that Oklahoma City thing, because otherwise it wouldn't have known you can do that. It's called chemistry. And how stupid is that?
0: The bomb is so old it's not even funny.
1: But I mean that that's just that's an insult. And more insulting is that the panel of losers, which consists of Kerry and Lugar like, yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate your service. Uh, yeah, you've done a great job, Luther. Very good. All right. So is Assad a war criminal? Let's shift to Syria for a second. Is he a war criminal? To Syria, right quick.
6: Now, do you believe that Assad should be viewed by the international community as a war criminal? <laughs>
5: I think that uh, based on uh, definitions of war criminal and uh, crimes against humanity, there would be an argument to be made that uh, he would fit into that category.
0: Yay! There you do. Go. go ahead. So Just call people a war wouldn't, criminal. Wouldn't Bush and Cheney and Obama <laughs> also fit into the category by her definition? Exactly. Uh, actually, she. She <laughs> is a war criminal.
1: I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Okay. So um, we'll stay on Syria for a second. Here she miss this is um, this is actually from an interview let me see what this is still have yeah this is an interview she did with the BBC, and she messes up. Uh, see if you can catch the mess up here she 's tired remember and she 's just ah, ragged
5: still have a very strong uh, opposition to foreign intervention from inside Syria from outside Syria. Um, we don't have the United Nations uh, Security Council um, approval, legitimacy, credibility that comes with the international community making a decision. Uh, we have a very dangerous set of uh, actors in the region, al-Qaeda, Hamas, and those who are uh, on our terrorist list, to be sure, supporting, claiming to support the opposition. Ah! Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, claiming to be supporting. Huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, come on. Come on. That's blatantly obvious. That's a slip to support. I mean, claiming to support. Yeah, it is a slip. I'm not and, sure what it means. Well, because because we are paying those people there, along with French military who are now being caught in uh, in uh, homes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Fr- French yeah, French right, military. Right. Okay. It was a bot.
0: It was a botch. Now, we catch. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now let's just listen to her laugh about people dying. This is always my favorite when she does this. This is my favorite part of Lucifer.
5: As you try to play out every possible scenario, uh, there are a lot of bad ones that we are trying to assess while keeping our eye on the need to get humanitarian aid in, to try to do everything we possibly can to support the Syrian opposition, to make it credible, to have it be both... Inside the country and outside the country. I mean, she's really just laying it out.
1: It's like, we're doing everything we can to make them credible, make them sound good, arm them, get everything rocking and rolling, because
5: that belongs to me, bitches. Speaking on behalf of the Syrian people, inclusive, representative. And, you know, we're, we're trying to help push a democratic uh, push. Uh, transition. It took more than a year in Yemen. Uh, but finally there was a new president inaugurated. Uh, people kept being killed.
1: <laughs> it finally took a while. People kept getting killed. I keep saying, hey, how many more people do I have to kill before you finally listen to what I have to say?
5: <laughs> uh, all the time. So, <laughs> Yeah, people getting killed.
0: <laughs> I hate you. So what is the reason that you think that uh, so many liberal Women in the United States just so enamored with this 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 person. Power, power, power. Ooh, if, I'd vote for Hillary if she ran. She ran. If she ran, if oh, Hillary uh, ran, they'd vote for her for no, president. I, 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 thought make, I
1: thought you were making a play on words. I ran. She ran. I kind of liked it actually. Yeah. And then, uh, so of course, uh, we have Somalia playing out. And uh, uh, just to tie it all together for you as to how the State Department is actually uh, managing all of these uh, wars and so-called fights against terrorism to actually help American energy companies. Um, So she she presented her budget, $8.6 billion for all these loser countries that we're sending our money to, our taxpayer or printed money, and it's in her budget. And she's justifying this. And the way it works is, then we send over a delegation of... This is the economic hitman. It's it's the story. Then we send over a delegation of all of our gas and oil executives. And we say, here you go. You're going to take this $8.6 billion. And you're not actually going to get it because we're giving it to these guys. Who are going to come in and going to take your shit. And we're going to steal it. That's how it works. And here's proof with a new agency that was just created.
5: You posted it... Uh with respect to Africa, it obviously could be uh, more generalized. But speaking about Africa specifically, you know, our um, our approach uh, combines several uh, different tools. First, tools. Uh, trade missions to Africa. Trade missions. I'm sorry. It's called the trade mission. Uh, Assistant Secretary Johnny Carson just took uh, a large delegation Here's of American... Johnny energy firms to Africa uh, to meet with government officials, to meet with utility companies and businesses, to talk about uh, how the products and expertise of American energy companies uh, could really enhance development uh, of the energy sector. In- I mean, really?
0: <laughs> it's a trade. Johnny it's a trade Car- mission. Yeah, Johnny Carson. Where's the trading going <laughs> on here? i <I'm> just, <laughs> just taking, taking fuel. Yeah. Johnny
1: Carson is... Um, he used to be on the National Intelligence Council as National Intelligence Officer, and he is now part of the Bureau of Energy Resources. In
5: Africa. Uh, secondly, we're doing a lot of other energy work through our, our newly constituted Energy Bureau because... The
0: uh, energy Bureau?
5: Africa is so blessed with blessed. energy resources. Blessed, I tell you. It's so blessed.
0: We're going to take it all.
5: ...that are either not developed... ...or underdeveloped... And
1: Stupid spear chuckers don't know how to do it, Hillary. Just say it. We know how to do it. It's not, de- not, not developed. They don't know how to do it. We know how to do that. Our companies know how to do that.
5: ...and underutilized... Or being developed in ways that are not good for uh, sustainable development. Yeah. What? What did she just
2: say?
1: <laughs> in other words, they're not good for us. Listen to that again. That's hilarious. For
5: uh, Sustainable development.
1: Wait, hold on. i got to back that up. That's so funny. That's one of the best ones she's done yet.
5: Or being developed in ways that are not good for uh, sustainable development. So, you know, we are. Which means
0: the Chinese will be getting the oil, not us.
5: Uh, at the highest levels of government to try highest to uh, work on that. So the. Uh, so,
0: wait, so wait a minute. Let me let me get this straight. All these years have gone by, and the Chinese have been sneaking in and out of Africa, taking over the place. Yeah. And just now, what this really tells me is that we're we, we're so far behind. Because you know the oil's been in Africa here and there. It's always been oh, yeah. there. It's nothing oh, yeah. new. Yeah, sure. we've done a lot of deals there. Yeah, and we've and it's been a, and it's been very sustainable. But all of a sudden, things have changed. And she does, I guess, in this whole thing. She don't recall her mentioning. I watched this too. Watch uh, mentioning China. No, as somebody going into Africa stealing everything. No, and so this is really about China. Yes, getting them out the Chiners. So, so this, we got to send our hitmen in there yep. saying, look, you guys have been doing these deals with the Chinese and they've been screwing you if you haven't noticed.
1: So it's a little worse than that, John. We open up a drone base in Djibouti and we just drone everyone who, you know, uh, in particular, al-Shabaab, the guys who are trying to protect their sovereign country. And like, oh, now you're a terrorist, you Shabaabite. I'm going to drone you. Get out of our way because we got a trade mission coming through here. The, yeah. the, the manager of the Energy Bureau, uh, one of Lucifer's flying monkeys, is a guy named Carlos Pascual. Ring a bell?
0: It does ring a bell.
1: He was the first victim of the WikiLeaks diplomatic cables. Because he was the guy that criticized the Mexican military's abil- ability and willingness to fight the drug cartels. Uh-huh. So, poop. he gets hired uh, to run this outfit. The guy's a total shill. So it's it's just horrible.
0: It's well, just, you know, it's just like there's must be there's just so much money in this part of the oh of, dude, it's of outrageous. the economy. It's yeah. ridiculous. I don't even know why we're doing this show. We should just start a little energy company. Little,
1: yeah, a little consulting yeah. company.
0: Yeah, we'd be making crap loads of money because it's just free money, tons of it.
1: So I was right about uh, Balochistan. Ah, oh yeah. Remember I said keep your eye on Balochistan. So yep. what happens? Three gas pipelines were blown up in the Perco area of Derebukti on Saturday, disrupting gas supply to purification plants. Now, for those of you new to the program, there's a competing pipeline. There is the IP, known as the Peace Line, which is supposed to go from um, Iran uh, down down south there into Pakistan through the Balochistan area and then into uh, India. And that has been basically barred by uh, Lucifer. And uh, this, this, of course, started off uh, when George Bush and Dick Cheney and Halliburton, they wanted the TAPI pipeline, which is Turkmenistan, Afghanistan, Pakistan, the northern part of Pakistan, uh, into India. And uh, so now all of a sudden we have a new terrorist group, John, the Jundala.
0: Oh, uh, this is a new one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, how, that's
1: how it works. The Jundala, J-U-N-D-A-L-L-A-H. The Jundala, who, who are based in Balochistan. It's <laughs> crazy. Who would have thought? What a coincidence. And they uh, just uh, killed 18 people? Uh, execution style, on a bus. The Jundala, the bunch of evil, evil terrorists... So you watch now and already uh, this Dana Rohrabacher from uh, 46th District of uh, California, congressman, he put in the uh, uh, in his uh, he wanted a resolution that, uh, well, you know, we have to protect the Balochistani people. In other words, we've got to block the Iranian pipeline because you know that's an eight billion dollar project. The Tapi pipeline is the eight billion dollar project.
0: Uh, this is well, this group I'm familiar with. This group, this the Juntales, is, is, is yeah, it's uh, it's suspect. Did you play Let me poker read you with from them? From the Wikipedia, <laughs> you, thing you get a little. Did piece you play of this. poker
1: with them? How do you the know
0: Jundala, You know, it means soldiers of God, also known as the People's Resistance Movement of Iran. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not to be confused with the People's Mujahideen of Iran. This is a this is a counter revolutionary group that's been. In and out of Iran, yeah, to to screw over the Iranians somehow, yeah, like to block their pipeline. Thank you. And so now they now it's like the organization is now based in Balakistan, claims to be fighting for the rights of Sunni Muslims in Iran. Which is this is a front organization for someone? I wonder who. (laughs) It's I'm telling you, it's Lucifer's flying monkeys. The problem is it's been designated a terrorist organization by the United States and Iran, which – how does that work? <laughs> and, both <laughs> Iran and the – so I think that our – and I, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard reports of these guys being slightly upset by being called a terrorist organization you by think? us.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Well, but, um, but I think it's good that we can uh, – uh, so literally
0: – Some sources, as like the Daily Telegraph, Seymour Hersh have reported that the Jundala have received support from the United States – against the government of Iran, although the U.S. denies any involvement.
1: So here, here, okay, So that's well, So well. here's what the they want to do. So here's what they want to do. They want to set up a base in Balochistan to fight the evil Jundala terrorists. You can, you can just count on it. This is what's happening right now. The resolutions are getting written up because we have to block the pipeline. How do you block the pipeline? Well, we can't count on those Jundala dudes. <laughs> we can count on them as a patsy Oh, they're terrorists. Oh, they just killed 18 people on a bus. We need a base. Yeah, we should set up a base there.
0: So that's now all in negotiation. Um, Let's go look back at that 18 people on a bus story.
1: I can. I have it right here. Uh, Where is it? Uh, U.S.-backed Jundala terrorist group claims Pakistan bus attack. <laughs> Somewhat skewed the reporting. At least eighteen people were killed execution style on Tuesday. When, what are these
0: guys doing in Pakistan?
1: Well, let's see the bus carrying <laughs> passengers from Rawalpindi to the north to the northern town of Gilgit came under attack in the mountainous regions of Kohistan. I'll bet you if we google this word Rawalpindi that that's where the pipeline is i mean that's how that's how easy it's become now. Let's see Rawalpindi. Pipeline. This is all I and I just do. John C. Dvorak pipeline. That's all I have to do.
0: Uh, one running through my house. There you go.
1: Pipeline jobs in Rawalpindi. There you go. These were pipeline workers, John. Pipeline equipments in Rawalpindi. Just just Google Rawalpindi.
0: How do you, how do you spell
1: that? Romeo. Alpha. Whiskey. Alpha. Lima. Papa. India. November. Delta. India. I'm, I'm going to take off the word pipeline and see what I get. We got some tourism, yeah. Add pipeline.
0: But Raul Rawalpindi? Yeah, Pindi. got pipeline on there. Pipeline equipment in Rawalpindi. It's in the yellow pages of Pakistan, Punjab. <laughs> the, this is this is the pipeline. Yeah, it's a pipeline. They yeah. went and killed a bunch of pipeline workers. Exactly. This is unbelievable. This is ridiculous. <laughs> We, we, we need more money. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, we do. Come on, man. It's just, it, it's, it's unbelievable. So now, you know, now so, you can, so
0: this is our, I mean, this is the news coverage we're getting. No one is, no one is just making the simple combination connection. of Google, Google A plus B
1: Raul Pindi pipeline. How hard can it
0: be? Well, they never think the Google pipeline cause no one's onto the pipeline scam. Well, so this is. And a, by the way, you know they would, the UNICAL, before the halt before nine eleven. There was all you know. There was a big belief that Unocal is you know trying to get some pipeline through Pakistan. And that's, lot, the tappy pipeline. that's the TAPI pipeline.
1: That's the TAPI pipeline. That is the Unocal pipeline that you that UNICAL, now Chevron was wanted to put in, and that's why nine eleven was used to go into Afghanistan and right, to and make and, 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 the, and Iraq to block Iraq. In fact. And I think, in fact, I can say, uh, it's different from the fact of the matter is, in fact, if we listen to spokeshole Carney from this past week, listen to what he says about the Iraq War. With this You mentioned that the troops are coming home, and that transition is going to happen through 2014, so obviously there's still a
6: significant period of time between now and then. Does the White House worry about diminishing public support for the war, given
1: events like this? is the, last, the question. The last irrelevant.
6: I think... The president made clear when he was a candidate for this office and has made clear since he took this office that, what? unfortunately, Listen. prior to his taking office, uh, because of the focus on Iraq and the U.S. efforts there, that the
0: original war, if you will. What? The original war, if you will. Referring to Afghanistan. No, Iraq. The original no, no, war. He, no. That's not what he... No. Yes, that's what he said. I thought he was going to now... He was going to say the original war, if you were the one in Afghanistan, was going to be his next sentence.
6: No, listen. That the original war, if you will,
1: in Afghanistan had been... I'm sorry. You're right. right. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I mistook it. So what was the original war here, Carney? Let's just get the answer. What was the original war? In Afghanistan had been neglected... That the uh, ah. strategy there was unclear. Yeah, the strategy was very clear, dude. It was to get the Turkmenistan gas through Afghanistan to Pakistan to India. That's what it's always been about. That's why we've got the puppet Karzai. That's <laughs> that's why we're blocking everything in Balochistan, and that's and why let's
0: do some k- poppy uh,
1: cultivation while we're at it. Wow. Uh, so the poppies, the United Nations just came out. Warning, 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 warning. Opium production set to rise, according to the International Narcotics Board. Check this uh, out. How does that work? It's worse. According to the International Narcotic Board's figures, production is now reaching industrial scale. <laughs> I mean, can you believe this crap? Wow. Industrial is that what the word was industrial, industri- industrial scale An industrial scale in the show notes. 387.nashownotes.com. Industrial scale. But I think John that this is bit this is this setup is, is going on, it's been going on for a long time. Remember I talked about Tajikistan? Yes. Okay. So you know get your maps, people. You know
0: where Tajikistan is? Yeah, it's up right in the middle of all that crap. Yeah, what's in Tajikistan? Probably natural gas or something like that.
1: Submitted to U.S. Congress February 13th under the Foreign Military Financing Program. President Obama requesting more money for Tajikistan. Oh my goodness, really? We need more money for Tajikistan. Oh, the new USTRANSCOM commander on February 13th, same day, General William M. Fraser III, commander of U.S. Transportation Command, USTRANSCOM, made his first visit to Tajikistan. Really? I wonder what's going on in Tajikistan. Oh, I see. Iran plans to build an industrial city with 50 companies in Tajikistan. Oh, we can't have that. But we've trained our children. You see, we've trained our children for two years. We've trained them to get ready for Tajikistan with Operation Flashpoint Red River. This is the game. I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer where we're going into Tajikistan, not to block the Iranians from building an industrial city with 50 companies to take natural gas. No, to go fight terrorists.
7: While the dynamics of Tajikistan are conflicted, the missions of the men
3: are not. Securing a troubled river dam represents a significant opportunity to strengthen the ever-evaporating infrastructure of an embattled nation. Such an opportunity to win local hearts and minds is always worth a measured risk.
1: Once passed down, the orders given to America's fighting force are executed
0: with precision. The Marines are prepared.
1: (laughs) So this is how it works. We train our kids early on.
0: What game was that that was... uh...
1: That's Operation Flashpoint Red River Entry into Tajikistan is the name of the game.
0: Oh, I thought there was, I thought it was part of a game series. Could be. I'm
1: not yeah. a gamer. So you get your kids ready. They're familiar with the landscape. They, they know, first of all, the name, Tajikistan. Oh, yeah, Tajikistan. Yeah, a yeah. Bunch, of, bunch of terrorists over there, man. But the Marines are ready. There's a big Marines logo flying by. So now you're ready, son. Gonna go fight well, some terrorists. Better than
0: giving them a real education in a high school.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's go fight some terrorists in Tajikistan, son. Yeah, terrorists. You're fighting Iranians. Iranians and Russians. It makes me sick.
0: Oh, no, the Russians. If the Russians don't want that to go and they're, they're going to put a stop to some of this. Well, the Russians. I mean, I think that's. I still am trying to associate the deal that Putin himself did with ExxonMobil. Because there got to be something to do with Tajikistan or, or something.
1: Well, so please don't forget, or let's say, please remember, this is not about countries. This is about oil companies. It's competing companies. Except whoever's the boss of me gets to use the military. And this is what Eisenhower was really warning us about, I think, John, when he talked about the military-industrial complex. It was really the military-industrial-hybo-carbon complex. That's the danger, because this is all of this, every single thing: North Korea, Syria, Tajikistan, Balochistan, Pakistan, Libya, Egypt. It's all about hydrocarbons, which sounds like water, but it's not. It's gas and oil. It, but it, everyone says hydrocarbon. Oh, it must be water power. You know how stupid we are.
0: So, do you what? What choice do we have in the matter? You have Russia with all its, you know, oligarchs and those guys want to make as much money as we make. You have China who would love to build a, a factory system that uses cheap energy. So they want all the energy they can get. So they're sneaking around, grabbing what they can. And then when you have us trying to protect our interests and everybody's playing dirty, what would you propose?
1: Energy bars. <laughs> uh, you know so there is no answer other than exposing this to people and hoping that some people will catch on and you know we could can... i
0: think knowledge is a good thing but I, yeah. I just don't see this whole thing being derailed and i still believe and i think it's part of our our general thesis about all this crap <laughs> that we want to make sure that we do have enough. I I believe they always say, "Well, we only got so." We use you know, we we only have two percent of the energy resources, and we use ninety percent of the product or whatever. People always, Democrats, are always complaining about this. Right. But, but there's a lot of untapped resources, like the entire state of uh, North Dakota has got. The no, but, no, oil but no, you're missing the. We point. have all this product. You're that missing we No, can no. Tap, I, I think you're missing but the we point. Don't want to.
1: This This is not about. We need natural gas. We got our natural gas. This is about big companies run by the Bush, Clinton, Cabal, who are going to sell it to India. We're going to sell it to the Chiners. It's about money and power. This has nothing to do with the stupid. All we are is dumb.
0: No, no. I'm just We're saying. cannon fodder. I do think. That one of the things that we're doing is trying to drain the world's resources, so we we'd be the last man standing. Ah, yeah, no, I just no, think no, that's no, Underneath no. it
1: all, let me let me. I, so I've come up with a new theory. When you, do you know? Here's what I think. You know why we started all this peak oil bull crap? You know why? Because we weren't running out of oil; we were running into too much of it, and so we had to create this illusion. Of, uh, of scarcity of resources to keep the prices up. There is no real evidence that, that we're running out of oil. We're striking oil and gas left and right.
0: That, that is was actually the- more ludicrous now than ever. But it- I mean, if they're finding oil and gas in Tajikistan, which was, which was during the Soviet Union era, the poorest, it was the Yemen of the Soviet Union. Uh, Socialist Republic of the USSR it was the Yemen. It was the poorest. But now there's a bunch of oil and, and other resources there. Apparently, you can. I, there's probably some under my house. Yes. Yeah. That's what. That's what I think took place. I think
1: that we actually. Oh my goodness. We've got to, We got to do something about it. Let's make up this peak oil thing, and let's uh, create some. Uh, oh, we're, the world is dying thing. And then that'll give us cover to go and say, oh, we're protecting our natural resources. Bull crap. It's just big companies and they're out of control. It's like Newt Gingrich, you know, who is completely insane. You know, these people are insane. All I can do is have sex, drink, do drugs, and kill people. As long as they don't have to do the killing themselves. They're just insane. Now here's what's even crazier, just to prove my point. Senior executives from Gazprom have been in Israel the past few days trying to do a deal with the Israelis. It's not about countries, it's about companies. Is Gazprom versus Chevron? Well, that would make Chevron. sense in,
0: in, the, in, the, in the, even the bigger picture where uh, you wouldn't have, you know, you're trying to eliminate countries because they're a problem. Correct. So you want to create a one world government or push toward that because Voila. then the corporation can actually take over. Voilà. So all the all the uh, internationalists, all these guys are UN type people and they want to, you know, want to take away our sovereignty would be these large corporations above yes, all. Yes.
1: And Greece has now finally put their uh um, DEPA, the natural gas grid and the natural uh, uh, gas company and DESFA on the block. um, They plan to raise 19 billion for the combined sale of the asset. So all eyes are now on this. Um, And it and I think that it's going to have to be a a co-deal somehow. That's probably why Gazprom is in uh, Israel. And they're going to go in it together. Because, you know, at the end of the day. They don't mind killing a few stupid people, but you know they 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 both they all want to make money, so they'll go halvesies if they have to. So we'll see who winds up buying that. We'll see, but that's not now the prices are unknown and now the bidding's in and we'll see we'll see who actually comes out on top. But the whole thing is, uh, it's where the
0: money is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's totally just a couple it's, of guys with a BB gun. <laughs> Did you shoot that sparrow at him? <laughs> no. I winged it. Me- meanwhile, we just get
1: drones. <laughs> We've got all the gas in the wall. Here, have a drone. And-, and get your kids used to it with this nice toy drone. How cool is it? I've never seen so many drone YouTube videos in my life. we got kind got yeah, of... The- yeah,
0: they're training people to be drone operators. Yep. There's nothing else to do in the future.
1: Well, at least I have a chance, a shot at a job. I have a license, so I can I can do that. I'd much rather do this. I mean, it's a lot more fun, actually.
0: Well, it could get, it could get depressing. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, it actually could. You're right.
3: I'm gonna show my support by donating to no agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on oh,
2: no agenda. Huh, huh. In the
1: morning. And hey, before you get started, John. Uh, There was uh, someone pointed this out to me in the New Zealand Herald News. There's a a very popular, you know, they have a public television down there, which I'm sure is just as awesome as ours is. Uh, But in this case, it's probably more public. Uh, However, they do just like uh, Gitmo Nation Lowlands. I do run commercials. They have a long running consumer affairs show called Fair Go. Okay. And so this is kind of like, you know, you know how like Top Gear works where they really kind of, I guess, it seems like they're pretty fair about the uh, about the reviews. So reporters and staff at TVNZ's long running consumer fair show fair go were recently instructed not to produce items that would offend advertisers. Ooh, nice. So this is the entire reason why we could why we cannot do this program commercially. It is brought to you by Chevron. <laughs> well, we, if we did that, we'd be making more money. Oh,
0: that's the final. But you maybe, maybe we just give up on it. I then get she got, call Chevron up and say, "Look, we're we're tired of bashing you guys." I'm sure Bobby Ray can
1: point me in the right direction if I no, ask. I'm sure, he
0: could. Yeah. Now I could also give up because I I just got a letter this morning from the Netherlands. Not you mentioned the Netherlands. I brought. I decided to bring this up, saying that I've won seven hundred fifty thousand euro. Wow. Now, uh, yeah, in the Uni Lotto... Set, now, Todd, I'm going to only talk about this because I'm going to ask you a question because I didn't realize how they did the lotto in the Netherlands. Oh. The uni Lotto Satellite Software Email Lottery mm. in which email addresses addresses are picked randomly. My goodness, this is outrageously cool. Now, so it's, you know, most... <laughs> People, when they do a lottery, like in the United States, you know, they, it's essentially a ripoff. They, the payouts are what, one half of what they'd be in Vegas. Right. But you have to buy – you have to actually give them money. You have to buy a ticket. But apparently – this is why the, the economy of these countries isn't working out. They just randomly pull somebody's email address out and then – And they win. Damn near a billion euros. That is – John, I'm saying hookers
1: and blow – and More we're, million, mo- guess, we're yeah. moving in with you. Almost a million euros. That's cool. That's, that's, a, that's a cool million bucks right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be following up on that.
1: Yeah. Make sure you go to the Internet Department of Money and make sure you uh, get. Uh,
0: right. It's just amazing to me that these countries can just randomly pick an email. <laughs> and then, of course, the, now to mention our, some of our great donors, the first ones from the Netherlands. He might be a winner himself. He probably has been. That's why he's passing some of the winnings on to us. Ivo Welton in Arnhem. Evo. Evo. Right. In fact, he made a point of telling me to pronounce it Evo. In the morning, John Nana. been a while since I donated, but that's also because I'm just getting by the lowlands here uh, in the lowlands. On this March 1st show, I thought it'd be nice to combine my 35th birthday with a donation. So here's a or 153 to support the best podcast in the universe. A uh, dollar for every show since my last donation, plus thirty-five dollars for every year walking around on the planet. No more TV for me; just a bit of news, radio, and no agenda show. I'm up uh, today date on what's going on in the world. Uh, keep up the great work. Pronounce if he tells me how to pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank you, Evo, it's Sir Yaz in Linden, North Carolina. One, two, three, four, five. Without comment, David Murkowski. In oh, wait a minute.
1: Hold on. I think Yaz had, did have a comment. Did Yaz have a note that he sent us? Yeah, hold on a second. Let me just check. I, uh... Hmm. Damn it, I sent that to Buzzkill. Hmm. Maybe not. I don't know.
0: Okay, well, we we'll, right. We can do it later. Can't I mean, if he, if he sends a note, we can do it. Unless it's his birthday. We did get a, a note f- f- talking about that from Philip Welch, mm-hmm. who um, apparently has no got clipped or something and so he sent a long note uh and some of it i thought it probably should be read i'll read it now when he gave his he's been donating for three years uh and he ran into you i guess in nashville he's writing to request some relationship karma as the girl i've been dating since august dumped me on sunday Aww. And all my friends keep telling me I can do better and move on, but for now I would like to see if the karma forces might take care, of the aka the girl and make her reconsider. I'd like to get a shout out to his best friend Dale Combs, who's been there for very much of the past few days. Please give Dale some karma. He graduated from MTSU in 2009, so, but has yet to find employment, which is three years. Oh my
1: goodness! Well, remember, so, friends, karma works in strange and mysterious ways. So. Uh, no, Philip. You know your girl may not come back, but be on the lookout because one might be jumping on you. So uh, here's the karma for all.
4: All you've got karma.
0: He also would. He, he misses the swine flu minute. If you could just play that for him, I think you'd have something.
1: Uh, why don't I play it later? Later, because I have a swine flu minute for us. Today. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then
0: you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're all good. We're clear. We're 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 we got your back. Okay. David Murkowski and Jackson, Mississippi. One eleven eleven. Uh, Dave, uh, Matthew Stroh in Holly Springs, North Carolina, $100. My soon-to-be fiancé just got canned from her citizen slumlord job. (laughs) Please send her some MILF karma to get her back on her feet.
4: MILF? That's one, mother. I like You've got karma. I
0: don't know about that. Joshua Dietrich in Grove City, Pennsylvania, $80.86. Great show on Sunday. It's entertaining and informative. Can I get a karma shout-out to Gitmo Slave? He's a super cool dude. I'll be in Austin next week.
4: Oh. You've got karma. Give me a shout, man.
0: See if we can hook
1: up. Of course, we've got the big South By coming up. South By, yes. And are uh, you going to go to that? Uh, well, uh, Miss Molly Wood is coming in for a few days. She'll be staying with us and enjoying the hot tub. And I think she's hooked us up with a couple of shows. So, yeah, there's
0: a couple. I really of appreciate the work you guys do. Cheers, Moxie. Robert Rodriguez in Lomita, California, sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Another show where sixty-nine, sixty-nine has been donated. So we're in, a, I think, it's five or... I'm going to have to I'll track it back and see how many shows in a row that we is. We need to
1: get 69 of these 69-69ers. And then that ah, person...
0: Whoever comes in at the 69th level will have will get extra credit. Hey, John and Adam, uh, thanks for the fantastic show. Could use some karma from our wife, Tracy, who's looking for a new job in the Portland area, I guess. PDX is Portland. And by proxy, karma to get the hell out of L.A. Yeah, you got
4: it, man. Here's some. I don't know if you're going to like Portland. you have got karma.
0: Philip Welch from Nashville, Tennessee, comes in with 69 69 Been listening to the show for three years. Have a $5 a that's, month donor for about we, two. We just did him.
1: We did? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the get the girl back karma. Oh, a little confusing.
0: Yeah, well, it's because I didn't notice right. that it was put in because right. that was put in by hand by that's all right. That's junior. okay. It's
1: okay. We're good. We're cool. <clears throat> We're cool man. Wayne
0: Harvey in Brisbane, sixty nine, sixty nine. <clears throat> in the morning, citizens from Gettin' nation Down Under. Thanks for the work. How many? That must be about twenty sixty nine so far. Thanks for the work you put in the greatest podcast in the universe. All I've got my human resources, listening to the show, giving them an education, spotting the bogative reports in the mainstream media, which good. is all of them. Even my hot smoke and milf has been propagating the formula and got her douchebag friends listening to the media assassination. I'd like to congratulate myself on my 36th birthday. Please put him on the list because he's not on the list. Wayne Harvey, good day. You got him on there. Uh, and you would like to some Hey Citizen birthday karma.
1: Okay. Hey, citizen! Birthday karma. Okay. Citizen. Ah, uh, that was no good. Hold on.
0: Hey, citizen. There we go.
4: You've got karma.
0: Evan Weiner in Egg Harbor, New Jersey, fifty-five, fifty-five. Um, sending you fifty-five, fifty-five. Been listening for about six months. My second donation. More coming when I can afford it. Mm. Can you send karma to my dear friend Jen D? who's trying to land the job of her dreams. Thanks a lot for the show. It's I love how
1: eyes. you say that. The job of her dreams.
0: <laughs> P.S. <laughs> I signed up for a podcaster's license and was a bonehead who probably didn't give you enough information. And then um, you're going to take care of that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm on it. Here comes the job of your dreams, Karma.
4: You've got Karma.
1: Two podcast licenses. You got it. If you're missing one, just email me, adamcurry.com and I'll hook you up.
0: Matthew Dropko in Columbus, Ohio, fifty-five, fifty-five. Uh, I'm and still alive. I'm a long-time listener, first-time donor. Just got my taxes back today. Although I'm just getting by, I need to give some value for value. I love listening to the show and the knowledge you guys and the laughs you give us. By the way, it's easier than way easier than listening to Alex Jones with and no commercials. I stay listening for the food and wine tips. Okay,
1: thank you very much,
0: and that's a good way uh, Daniel, to spend your
1: your tax return
0: sir yes people should think about that sir daniel huttner in murphy's california fifty-five ten double nickels on the dime f paypal he says those douchebags limited my account which canceled my monthly subscription and wouldn't allow me to donate to the best damn podcast in the universe for three months well i'm back in action hoping you fellas could educate me on how to get a whoop mix as a ringtone on my iphone we'll play it we'll play it at the end of the show well he doesn't know how to make it Move it to the iPhone, apparently. Don't you have to have it a, like a, a downloadable somewhere?
1: You have to pay Apple. You know That's the whole model. No.
0: Yeah. David Wilson, he, Raul, We'll, a, we'll, we'll, we'll a, figure it out. Get
1: a Nokia or an Android. That's how you get it onto your iPhone.
0: David Wilson, Rowlett, Texas, 5510. Please call out Kit Brogdon, Joseph Gilbert, and Richard Gilbert as douchebags.
4: Douchebags.
0: The two brothers turned me onto the show over a year ago and have never donated. Ugh. I've been a stoner, not a donor, for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me some useless karma for my new management position. Yeah, right. You and, go. Uh,
4: You've got karma.
0: early has an upcoming uh, podcast. Oh. Kyle Kinzel in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Double nickels on the dime. is on the road tonight. Let's see if we can cut this down because this is the longest letter in history. Uh, where can we start? Adam, you rock. Adam, you're awesome. Adam, you do great things.
1: Adam, <laughs> hey. you're fantastic. Uh, hey, John, love the food and wine tips. Is that kind of that, that kind of sum it up? yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> He goes on about some house bill. Let's give him yeah. some
1: karma for the longest donation note ever.
4: You've got karma. <laughs>
1: Actually, he has a new job giving care to a highly difficult-to-work-with mentally ill-disabled person. So uh, we uh, encourage helping others and hope the karma works for you. I think you're probably going to need it.
0: Joe, the dish back with double nickels on the dime with a pair of Lincolns and Roosevelt's toward my wife's damehood. You. You. You make sure you keep the uh, records of these, uh, yeah, Joe. Too. I appreciate a mention of my podcast website, uh, my podcast website, which is ozonelibsyncom way and you got to come up with something better than that. Milf shout out for my wife, and a slide whistle will round out his Thursday.
2: Milf, that's one mother I'd like to. F-
0: wow,
1: you are the Jimi Hendrix of slide whistle, my friend.
0: Uh, Weston, Westland, Wagner in Fairbanks, Alaska. Wow. Time for the, uh, Northern Lights. 50 double nickels on a dime. Coincidence, I think karma. Back February 211, I mailed in a donation, asked for some karma for a new human resource in my small business. The business, when I sent the donation, I hadn't had an order in three weeks. The day I mailed my donation, orders started piling up.
2: <laughs>
0: I had about five times more business than I expected over the summer. Uh-huh. Awesome. Little human resource number three. My awesome MILF wife had no major issues during pregnancy, and in August she gave birth to to a healthy, happy Maximus. Excellent. Maximus. (laughs) So with this donation, I'd like to send out a huge shot of shut-up slave karma to my BFF Justin Koritza and a MILF call. So he needs a MILF. I don't have a shut-up. I don't have a shut-up thing. Shut up, slave? Well, that's a whole... Well, I can, oh, yeah, no, that's just true. It's no so good. Well, give up, milf of uh, karma. That's the best we can do. Yes,
1: daddy-o. I'll do that. That's
4: one, I like that. You've got karma. Just imagine if you donated
1: more. Would that have quadrupled yeah. the order? Would that have given you more orders, higher orders? I don't know. Seems so.
0: Just Jason it. Hoffman in uh, the middle of nowhere's and he's always asking to get no Monation pizza pie. Mm. We've talked before, double nickels on the dime. Uh, writing this note to publicly thank my dad, Kip, from Muskego, Wisconsin, who generously contributed his donation last episode to complete complete my oh, right. knighthood. Yes. Did we give him a knighthood last episode? I think so.
1: Jason Hoffman. Yeah, it's it's Sir Hoffman to you.
0: Well, it's not on
1: here as a Sir Hoffman. Well, that's Buzzkill Junior. Disgracing the the Order of the
0: Knighthood. Mm. <laughs> The knighthood is a hell of a present to have. Please dedush him, and and I, as I call him out in episode three seventy, please give a huge karma shout out to the entire Hoffman clan, and a karma shot to Dvorak for consistently pronouncing the various cities in Wisconsin correctly. The first time when he mentions the donors from the Dairyland, so he needs a dedush uh, and karma double shot. Yeah.
4: Okay. <laughs> You've been dedushed. You've got karma.
0: And he says the pan. he says the, gra- the drone operators are pansies. <laughs> well, a lot, a
1: lot of them actually listen to this show, so I, I wouldn't
0: do that. OK, well, I won't say anything. It's the Jeffrey Anderson in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 50-50. In the morning, John and I'm going to donate and test for some good karma for my recent job interview, but no agenda karma works so well. That while the money was in transit to PayPal, I already got the job. Huh. Now I have to move across the state in less than two weeks. Holy cow. Can I instead get some niner, 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 hey, citizen karma so that my move goes smoothly? <laughs> okay. We can try it. Niner, 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 niner. Hey, citizen.
4: You've got karma. Uh,
0: <laughs> this is getting outrageous. So we're like a couple of dancing monkeys. <laughs> I'm, gonna Greg a, I'm gonna put it Brunson to Wisconsin, fifty dollars. <laughs> Dance, Dance, uh, Dance monkey. Daniel, boy. Dance monkey boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dance monkey boy. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Robotail, uh, in Lindsay, Ontario, fifty dollars. Why? Because my train commute is long and I can always use more discussions about <laughs> pipelines. <laughs> yeah. It's been too long since my previous I donation. hope it's
1: not getting boring, I and mean, I'm enjoying it so much, the pipelines. I hope. I mean, do we have to, like, not do that anymore? Well, no,
0: I think we have to continue the discussion until we have them covered, and then we can move on. Peter Totes, uh, also $50 with no comment. And I want to thank these folks and all the rest of the donors, uh, including the lesser ones, that help us every week. And this is Show 387, and we're moving right towards Show 400, which is going to be a celebratory show. We'll... Uh, set up a yeah, special right donation schedule for
1: that i have uh do have a special uh, uh caramelization here for um see rick sent an, a note in uh he's a founding producer by the way his son is 14 his son has always donated his birthday money to our show uh two years in a row now huge fan uh but he suffered a brain injury he's in the hospital it's uh wow. yeah it's all sucky And so he wanted to know uh, if we could give him a shot of karma. Well, of course we can give him a shot of speedy recovery karma. Very happy to do that.
4: You've got karma.
1: So that's Rick for his uh, son, Bryce. And uh, I'm I'm going to put him on the birthday list as well so he gets uh, his birthday shout-out. And uh, a little bit of uh, uh, karma for uh, Josh's printer. He's trying to help us out here with some uh, printing in the Austin area. So I need to... That's the... Uh, You've
4: got karma.
1: That crazy printer, John? That, or a printer? That crazy big printer? Yeah. That thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it needs some karma. It
0: uh, does? The it, printer needs karma? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's persnickety. Well, they all are. I have a big <laughs> printer here that's... <laughs> you don't have the one this big. No, I don't have one <laughs> no, that big. I have, <laughs> I have the other pro model, a smaller 17. He's got like probably a 44 or something No, no, like that. no.
1: He's got the... No, dude. It's the one, it's, it's the one that... Uh, you can print on metal. You don't have that. No, of course not. No. Hmm. He wants to do street signs and stuff. Oh, uh, uh, we, we need some drone signs. Boner road.
0: Boner road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much. Those of you who did check in and help us out. Um, this is the only way that we can support ourselves doing this program. We put a lot of work into it. It's a value for value model. Uh, we certainly hope if you enjoying the show, just, uh, Tell us, you know, think for yourself. How much uh, was this worth? Did, uh, did it really help me out? Uh, did, I, uh, did the karma work for me? Did I Was it uh,
0: worth the cost of a movie?
1: For instance. For with, instance? With, with a date. I mean, you can just hop into bed with our podcast and, you know, in your underwear, and you got the same effect of a movie and a date, except you actually get laid. It was like amazing. And uh, there's only one place you need to go to help us out, because this is the place you need to remember.
3: Dvorak.org slash N-A. It's your
2: birthday, day!
1: say happy birthday to Wayne Harvey. He's celebrating tomorrow. Alan Mock congratulates his son Aiden who turns uh, third on the third magic threes. Sean Paulson he uh, celebrated last Monday. Uh, Happy birthday to you Sean. Ifo Velton turns 35 today. And of course uh, Bryce who just got some uh, speed recovery karma. Happy birthday from all of your buddies here at the No Agenda show. And no knighthoods that just goes to show that uh we're uh, light. light, light on the light on we the night.
0: nights. come on, nights.
1: Light on the night. Hey, I, I got to ask John thing here for you. Um, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Yeah, thanks, love. Um, you were talking the other day about Newt Gingrich, and I think we both agree that the guy is phenomenally good at saying things like "You're asking the wrong question."
0: He's great at it. To watch Gingrich at these debates is like watching a master.
1: And I put a link in the show notes, uh, 387.nashownotes.com, which uh, you really should read this. It's a, um, um, where is it here? It's a rundown of just how insane this guy really is. I mean, Newt Gingrich is absolutely insane. If you see all the tricks and the things and, you know, he's, every wife gets sick. He leaves him. The guy is a total a-hole. I mean, really. But he's a talker. And he does it so well and so slickly. And I'm going to play you a clip. Uh, and I want you to tell me where this clip is from. Okay? And it's of Newt Gingrich in an interview. You ready? And I want you to tell me, because he does it again. And, and, and he's, it's, it's him just like you saw him last night.
3: We're going to go live to Washington and Congressman Newt Gingrich
0: and Senator Eugene McCarthy.
1: Congressman Gingrich, is there anything that's worth blowing away the world, worth
3: the risk of a nuclear confrontation that could be set off by the convergence of these two great naval task forces out there in the Middle East? Don, tragically you've asked the right question. There is no thing worth nuclear war but Winston Churchill said it brilliantly when he said that war is horrible slavery is worse if we stand by and allow the Soviet Union in international waters to block the United States from acting on behalf of our friends and allies with our friends and allies if we stand by and allow a Soviet backed puppet state in Oman to block the Straits of Hormuz and strangle both Japan the second largest economy in the world, and
1: Western Europe, then freedom will die. All right, so that sounds like he just said it last night. Of course, some of the players were different.
0: So this is from some years
1: ago, I assume. 1981, the movie Countdown to the Looking Glass. He is an actor in this. (laughs) And uh, this movie is a link to it. Uh, It's also 84 there's a link to it uh, on Google Video. You can watch the whole thing. It's basically what's playing out right now, except the bad guy is Iran and not uh, Russia. And Newt Gingrich is saying the exact same things he says today. Just replace it, R- Russia with Iran.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. Isn't yeah, it? That, that's a good catch. Who sent you that one? Did that come through the network? Producer Art
1: Larson caught oh. that, and he sent that to me and i was just like wow and he's in it a couple of times with with dark hair he's a brunette
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not as presidential
1: uh, you know, black hair is good the guy is insane i'm telling you he's absolutely insane he is a liar a cheat like newton like romney's not or santorum they're all insane i can't even watch i can't even watch the the this race anymore? It just makes me want to throw up.
0: Well, it's too repetitive.
1: Yeah, that's why it's boring. You know, like, oh well, thank God we we killed Andrew Breitbart. Oh, we got something to talk about. And yeah, I,
0: I, was, I mean it's like it's I was very getting, repetitive.
1: I was getting pretty bored of the whole uh, tornado thing. They got Soledad O'Brien on the ground. They got Don Lemon on the ground. By the way, Don Lemon, you'll never see him back in the studio again. He made a big mistake going on location for the Whitney Houston stuff. Just as a, I'm telling you how exactly he did a stand up. He was, doing, well, he was doing the stand-ups for, uh, for Whitney Houston, and now I know exactly how this goes. You know it, too. Oh, he's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. He, Don, you got to stay on the road. So he's there like, yeah, here's this guy, right. and here's all this stuff in his pickup truck, and it's devastating. And, oh, wait, here's someone who's going to cry. Hold on a second. It's okay. You can cry. you going to cry on my shoulder. I'm Don Lemon. It's disgusting. Just leeching off. Like, we're, we're going to come back to you three times this hour, Don Lemon. Yeah, because I'm going to show you more shit that's broken. People's lives destroyed. I'm Don Lemon. I'm Don Lemon.
0: Yeah, you might be right. They may be pushing him out into the field. He's in the field. I've seen this happen before. Yeah, it happens. So the thing, big news this week, of course, is the little town, and you might want to play at the uh, Charon, whatever the name of this town is, near Cleveland as it's introduced by uh, the ABC Stooges. Play Charon, yeah. From ABC News, this is ABC World News with Diane Sawyer.
7: Good evening. Tonight we add another name to that searing list that begins with Columbine and
5: Virginia Tech. It is the small town of Chardon, Ohio. 5,000 people who live right outside Cleveland known for their serenity and maple syrup until today. (laughs) I'm
1: Diane
0: Sawyer, I'm hammered uh, Here's the maple syrup uh, Serenity Are you yeah, kidding was me? Yeah, was that something? Are
1: you kidding me?
0: So they have this shooting Now everywhere you look, of course These schools are just factories They're crap, they're lousy We talk about this at, at They the practice lockdowns apparently so now there's lockdowns left and right. So play this one. This is the local one. We had our local version. Play the one at the bottom. School shutdown over imaginary gunmen. Oh, yeah. I heard about this.
5: To the East Bay now, police locked down East Avenue Middle School in Livermore for more than two hours after a parent reported seeing a man with a gun on campus. ABC 7's John Austin got a first hand account from that mother, and he joins us now live from Livermore. John.
3: Uh, Carolyn, this was a rough day for more than two dozen students and faculty, especially coming so soon after the fatal school shooting in Ohio. Uh, students here were scared but unhurt, and tonight there is still no sign of the man with a rifle. The all clear came shortly before 7 p.m. when students were allowed to finally leave their locked classroom after more than two frightening hours.
4: It was very scary, actually. Um, a lot of pressure, and that's, yeah, she's just having a hard time right now.
3: Again. just before 4:30, she was with her mother who first reported seeing a man in the hallway wearing jeans a hoodie and a black beanie and carrying a rifle under his arm
5: it was a long one i don't know much about weapons but i could just say it was long it was like a rifle like i don't know what kind of weapon it was but i saw it
3: oh uh,
1: stop long gun we know that's code it was a long one long gun remember that's the code for ar-15s other assault weapons
0: Maybe. Whatever the case was, this woman was imagining this whole thing. And because they they showed the over – they brought in police from everywhere. The whole town was locked down and there was nobody ever to be found. And so this is just like somebody imagining something and the thing getting completely out of control, scaring the crap out of the kids. And then the more interesting one, which I don't have a clip for, which also took place in – I guess this was in North Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia – uh, the Gainesville Time reports that a student at Lanier Technical College sent a text message yeah. which was supposed to say, gonna be at the West Hall this afternoon, and, and the autocorrect yeah. changed the name Gunman. Yeah. <laughs> Gunman at the West Hall this afternoon. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. Shut thanks down. to automatic. Lockdown. We're going to lockdown. <laughs> the lockdown. They went to lockdown. This is ridiculous. Yeah. We're so jumpy, I mean it's it, there's nothing going on that one crazy kid shoots a couple of kids, which is if you just go by the just statistics, is actually the number of kids that are shot in schools is probably lower than it should be, just based on <laughs> statistical analysis
1: lower than it should be It should be higher John C <laughs> I mean, dvorak, just, <laughs> john C dvorak says this, this this is wrong. there should be more kids shot in school there just by go. statistics I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was funny. I yeah, like that. Well, I like that. That was good. <laughs> Just by statistics, it should be more.
0: I have, so now, I have nothing to I'm say gonna, about this. Yeah, change it
1: sucks. Subjects. Sucks. Whatever. Sucks. I'm sorry. It sucks. So, yeah,
0: it does suck. So changing the topic, I'm very Please. disappointed in what's happened to the show. Extra. <laughs> oh no. No, no really. <laughs>
7: And, and now it. back to real news.
0: I I noticed this when I did it a, a couple of weeks ago we played an extra clip and I was a little concerned then, but now I'm totally concerned. I think the show has been they got new producers or something. Somebody had to fix what's not broken, which is classic TV. And so they've dropped the extra, extra Person screaming. They do show it, play it once in a while, very low. They don't have that long lead-in. You know that jet engine starting up. Yeah, I like that, that. That really got you me going. Yeah, extra, 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 gone. extra. extra gone. Blah, 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 blah. What? Angelina's leg steals the show. Clooney's top secret after party, and what really slipped out of J Lo's dress right now. It's extra at the Oscars. Extra, what an extra, entrance! Huh? A million stars, a million moments you didn't see. I'm going to take my folks out and get them hammered.
6: You think the Oscar's heavy? Try picking her up.
0: Look at your dimple. Uh. From the red carpet exploding with A-listers to the winners backstage. Jean Dujardin speechless. Wow. Wow!
6: Meryl's funny Oscar fight.
1: She's
0: mad at me. Okay. I get it. They broke it. You're right. They totally broke it. It used to be pretty exciting. You could you I mean it was very compelling. You could actually get through the whole yeah, thing. It's just it. a yeah. a bunch of like it's like a lame version of entertainment tonight or whatever. It's not the old, you know, it was it was nasty, it was loud, it had an extra 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 constantly being thrown in your face, it had flashing lights. Now it's boring. What happened?
1: Suits. Yeah. <laughs> Suits. They always come in and mess it up, don't they? Yep. Yeah. I'll say the Oscars were pretty good
0: though. It was a good show. I found it to be very slow moving. I didn't care for it. You know what I liked is that... Yeah, what's the deal with... Hey, let's give it... Right at the beginning, you know, at the beginning, they give these lame awards out, and then the guys get to talk forever. Then at the end, they can't talk when they give good awards out. But why they give a sound editing, and then, you know, like Hugo, and sound editing, and some guy, some sound geek goes up. Then the next award was sound mixing. Yeah. What is the difference?
1: <laughs> well, there's a difference.
0: Well, then why don't you take it off stage, do it someplace else. They we usually, don't really want to see the do sound that. editor. Yeah.
1: I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, whenever an American wins an award, they get up there, they thank their fellow nominees, and the French guys go, Hey, I'm great. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: I don't no, like, they don't
0: thank anybody. No, they don't thank anybody.
1: You're standing there, you just beat out, like, some of the best actors in the business. I'm not going to acknowledge you. I'm French. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the award. Bye. <laughs> Uh, speaking of some good acting, I'm sure you've seen the Gordon Gecko uh, acting uh, gig. We need to get one of these, Michael Douglas. Yeah, he's uh, well. The FBI has hired him for an infomercial.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Is this, is this the FBI Hello. in Mexico? No, Shh. listen. Hello, I'm Michael Douglas. In the movie Wall Street, I played Gordon Gekko, a greedy corporate executive who cheated to profit while innocent investors lost their savings. The movie was fiction, but the problem is real. Our economy is increasingly dependent on the success and integrity of the financial markets. If a deal
3: looks too good to be true, it probably is. For more information on how you can help identify securities fraud or to report insider
0: trading, contact your local FBI office or submit a tip online <laughs> at www.fbi.gov. Thank you. Hey,
1: listen, if you've got, if you got a, an insider trading, call me. Don't be giving you no know, tips I've to the FBI. To the
0: FBI sites where they can put stuff in there. It's a joke. I don't doubt if they ever look at it. Unless you have a contact in the FBI, I really seriously doubt any of this stuff they pay attention to. They just think everyone's a crackpot. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. If you got a serious tip for insider trading, call me. I'll call John.
0: And then we'll (laughs) we'll get some money out of this thing. Yeah,
1: finally. So there was... Well, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Well, I got
0: another clip here that I want to play because I forgot what it is. But it's the <laughs> so, death of broadcasting.
1: You just want to play it so you can remember what it is. All
0: right. Yeah. Two candidates in the race are making
5: a. Local stories that affect where you live, reaching a milestone. Oh, yeah,
0: okay, here it is. So uh, the local station in uh, the Selena station, that, that's ABC, between uh, one show and another, they got no advertising. You can play this whole clip and you, can see, you see what we're dealing with. They've got no advertising, so they run nothing but house ads. And I'm wondering... What's you know, a house ad?
1: Explain to everybody what a house ad is. A house
0: is. ad is, uh, like, if, if, we were, if, if we had advertising on this show, a house ad would be, hey, by the way, next Thursday we're going to have a special guest on the next No Agenda. So tune in to the oh, wait, next wait, No wait. Agenda.
1: So it's, something, it's more like this. Uh, hey, you're listening to the No Agenda show. Don't forget to always listen to Lee, ba- Lee Brown's uh, Dirty Boxers on the No Agenda stream in the morning, everybody.
0: Yeah, that would be it, too. Okay. You can either publicize the network, you publicize yourself, or you publicize something else on the network. Right. And it's a house ad. There's no income to be derived from these. So this is like what this poor station is playing. Just play the death of broadcasting in its entirety. And hear one house ad after another, it's pathetic. Two candidates in the race are making a...
5: Local stories that affect where you live. Reaching a milestone tonight. Your
0: complete local forecast. Fog moving down the coast. The latest in Central Coast sports. Paul Mahai taking on Salinas.
1: KSBW Action News 8. The most watched news team on the Central Coast. (laughs) It's coverage you can count on.
5: Get to know the all-new Central Coast ABC. Weekdays at 7 a.m. Watch Good Morning America with Robin Roberts and George Stephanopoulos. Then get real with America's favorite doctor. Watch Dr. Phil at 9 a.m. on Central Coast ABC. And don't miss the morning chat fest with all the ladies from The View at 10 a.m. Plus, make an appointment. The doctors are in at 11 a.m. on Central Coast ABC. Your new home for ABC on the Central Coast.
0: Yeah, I got it. It All goes right. on and on. There's about seven of them. And the question in my mind is always, why don't you put some content? You got no, nothing going on. Put a
1: no agenda shot in there or something. You know, put just,
0: some content or yeah. put a little tip or some, something that people yeah. can use so instead insider, of one. Some insider trading tips. But that's the death of broadcasting. Yeah. You witnessed it. That was it right there. So there's more,
1: uh, and I've, I'm connecting these dots uh, with the Penn State pedo bear. You know, of course, this has now died off, uh, this uh, fallen off the radar about uh, the second mile and all the elites getting kids to hump, you know, Sandusky and all these guys you know, a bunch of pedophiles in Pennsylvania. And uh, I'm glad I caught this little ditty because you're not going to hear about it for much longer on the real news.
5: A newly discovered memo stamped confidential and labeled secret archives is stunning. Now part of court documents. It suggests Philadelphia's Roman Catholic Cardinal Anthony Bevilacqua wanted to destroy possible evidence of 35 priests sexually abusing children. On the memo is a note, handwritten by a bishop, implicating his boss, the cardinal. I shredded four copies of these lists from the secret archives. This action was taken on the basis of a directive I received from Cardinal Bevilacqua at the directives meeting of 3-15-94.
6: If this claim proves to be true, it's a shocking indictment of one of the highest ranking people in the Roman Catholic Church in the
5: United States. Court documents show one of those files was secretly kept in a safe, put there by a bishop who was supposed to shred the papers. The file was discovered after the bishop died. Cardinal Bevilacqua died last month. Ooh,
1: how convenient. Oh, poor poor Cardinal Bevilacqua. Lock- a, a lot of people there dying all of a sudden, huh?
0: Well, you got to do something.
1: Who else died? Who, who cover else died? It up. Who else died in the cover up? From Penn State, right? Yeah, the old man died. The old man dies. If you don't think people are not being killed, just to cover this totally stuff up, you're crazy.
0: You're crazy. So, old uh, man was pretty old. Talking yeah. about, you say the mainstream media is not going to do its job. I Here's a report. You can stop this when you feel like it, but this is the what is child abuse clip. There is a school, local school, where apparently some teacher was abusing the. Ch- I want you to listen to this and tell me what the what was actually going on because. I, you can listen to all these reports and read all these. And there's never any mention of what it is that was going on. Just and, and I'm Carolyn
5: Johnson. New developments tonight in a shocking abuse scandal at a Bay Area
3: school. Yeah, we have learned tonight that more adults at the school are in serious trouble. ABC7's Dates is in the newsroom with more on a story that you will see only on 7 tonight. I'm only! only. Dan, the Redwood
5: City School District has completed its review in the alleged child abuse scandal that has a teacher facing charges. New tonight, we've learned six other employees will now face disciplinary action.
0: How could this have ever been allowed to happen? And why did six people stand idly by why a child was being abused?
5: Christopher Dolan is the attorney for the family of this five-year-old autistic boy who was enrolled in a special education preschool class at Roosevelt Elementary School. His teacher, Alexia Bogdis, is accused of abusing him and another four-year-old boy. The abuse reportedly happened in December and January. Let me, t- at- you
1: know, let me tell you something. This whole shooting thing, it's a cover-up. Please, please be really afraid of guns. But I think if I had a kid in school, I'd send it with a gun to shoot these abusing uh, yeah, teachers. Yeah, but what
0: the question in my mind is, what are we talking about? Is it verbal abuse? No, I understand. Was it what, sexual abuse? Was it they beating the crap out of the kid? They can't never tell said. you.
1: They can't tell you. Why? Because they don't want you to be really horrified. Or... Because you'd go in and you'd shit. I mean, there's a whole school in California. Everyone got replaced. They, they, yeah, I know they're that. Nuts.
0: But that was, that was made very clear what was going on with this case. Yeah, it's so vague. Making him eat
1: semen. Are you crazy? Oh, I'm going nuts here. You don't Love know what's
0: going on. It could be something horrible. They're not going to tell it you. It could be something horrible or not. But that thing is, I think we need to be told. They got to report on this. They just can't have vague. If, if it is something horrible, then they're t- that soft peddling the story. Well, it's only on it, seven. If it's so bad, why is it well, only one channel have the story? It's only I mean, on seven. The, the whole thing is sketchy. I, I don't like this kind of reporting. I don't oh. know if you could find it fine. No. I think it stinks.
1: No. Call channel seven. It's only on seven. They must know. Either they're covering it up or they don't know. It's got to be one or the other.
0: That was different. Yeah, that was. Why <laughs> don't you play it? By the way, it's distorted. Let me try it
1: again then.
2: It's the gold agenda, swine, minute.
1: Better?
0: It's a little distorted on the front end. Yeah, and Skype is so reliable. No, no, I'm telling you, well, it was the, the same the when you it's played the the way Maybe it's, it's always going been. into Skype and just hit, hit Skype because, it hits Skype because, oh, my God, and it screws it up because yeah. it's fine at the end.
1: Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's leveled. Hmm. Uh, CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, um, uh, co-authored a new study. And uh, it's unbelievable. The same people who consulted on the movie Contagion now <laughs> can tell you, but for the very first time, Scientists have found evidence of flu in bats reporting never before seen viruses whose risk to humans is unclear. It's so brazen. So they do. They they find this is
0: a wag the dog
1: scenario completely. They finance an entire movie. They have experts working on it. At the end of the movie, you see that, you know, the the bat pooped, in the, and then the, the, the pig ate it, and then the person ate the bacon, and then the whole world died. And it literally says, in this AP report, it could still pose a threat to humans. For example, if it mingled with more common forms of influenza, it could also swap genes and mutate into something more dangerous. A scenario at the heart of the global flu pandemic movie contagion. I mean... Really? It's just, it's just propaganda for, for <laughs> vaccines, for, for flu vaccines and of the like. And uh, one of my producers, our producers, uh, was at his doctor's office, and there was a pamphlet. And uh, he sent me a, a scan of this pamphlet, a pamphlet. It was vaccine information. And uh, on the pamphlet, there was uh, a website, vaccineinformation.org. And VaccineInformation.org literally has what they call sell sheets. It's literally called cell sheets, if you download the PDF, about uh, what you need to give your patients to get them to take uh, vaccines. And all kinds of you know, question and answer scenarios. And then, uh, so I look at that and I do a who is. And it's owned, uh, the, the owners of the VaccineInformation.org website which is called For the Immunization Action Coalition for the Public and Health Professionals. So this is a a professional website. And then you go to immunize.org, which is the IAC, and there they've really got, you know, it's like vaccine information statements, ask the experts' handouts for patients and staff. I mean, all the cell sheets. I'm like, okay, well, who's running this thing? And so I go to about the IAC and uh, let's see. I click on funding. Always interesting. To, this is very simple to do, by the way. Uh, the Immunization Action Coalition receives funding from a variety of sources. Who do you think they get it from, John? The
0: uh, Information well, Action Coalition. Well, I would think they getting it from some drug companies, for sure. Well, let's
1: start with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. They are. Uh, it's a um, uh, partnership with the CDC. Mm. The National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases at the CDC the Mark and Muriel Wexler Foundation, Anonymous, apparently the hackers, the hacktivists are contributing, and then we have Baxter Healthcare Corp., CSL Biotherapies, GlaxoSmithKline, MedImmune Inc., Merck Sharp and Dohume Corp., Novartis Vaccines, Orthoclinical Diagnostics Inc., Pfizer Inc., Sanofi Pasteur. Our government is in bed with Big Pharma. And they, don't, they just put it right there on the website. There's our 2012 funding. And then they have the gall to say donate.
0: The gall. (laughs) They have a donate button. They have a donate button when they got companies like Baxter and these other big guys there with nothing but deep pockets. No, but that's to make it look. The nerve of these guys.
1: That's to make it look uh, legit. This is
0: like the PBS donate button. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: we are so stupid. We are so stupid. Remember that uh, the diet pill you were telling me about, and we figured out it was the combination of uh, of like two other pills. Yeah. So the and FDA should
0: have jumped on that stock.
1: The FDA approved it. Stock doubled.
0: Yeah. Well, it's still going up. Not, you know, Oh, you've been following. Did you, did you get in on that? On that action? No. <laughs> God, no, no we got nothing, 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 uh, nothing to make action with. Donate. Nothing to invest. We got nothing to make action with. Tapped. Yeah. <laughs> Tapped.
1: Yeah, I'm tapped. What's oh, gas, have, What's gas up there? Clip. Tell, me, tell me what gas is up there.
0: I'm surprised you didn't. You know, the kid who shot up the place in Sharon, Ohio. I'm surprised you didn't get on this particular... Uh, note that he apparently had posted something on facebook
1: no john because i think it's much more important to know why we're sending energy bars to north korea no, i agree I'm, with that I'm but sorry. you got
0: to play this because this is just quite funny well, what is the clip this is bullcrap die, die 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 <laughs> oh god uh hold on where is it? oh i got it <sighs> really
5: the shooter are just now emerging classmates describe lane as an outcast who'd been bullied it's unclear why he allegedly opened fire but in late december he posted a poem on his facebook page that read he longed for one thing the world to bow at his feet and ended ominously die all of you
1: now i'm torn because on the one hand i think you know if you're being bullied probably go and shoot a couple people That'll yeah. teach him.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Don't bully. You know, you never know who you're going to bully. This is a, actually a yeah, very you'd good lesson. you be bullying
0: a psycho and you'd end up with a bullet in your head. Yes,
1: yeah, it's a very good lesson. Instead of what the mainstream media was telling us oh, this is so horrible. It, do you, you will want to kiss your, your kid in the tomorrow before he goes to school because it could be the last day you ever see him. That's all I heard Don Lemon saying. kiss your kid it might be the last time you see him instead of hey don't bully kids because you know you might shoot
0: you smart (laughs) don't bully people so uh if you watch fox no there's a lot apparently a lot of people actually i'm not going to play this clip because i want to i want to clip this one down it's too funny um Oh, actually, you can no. Screw no, it, man.
1: Okay. If it's good, if it's funny, I'll I'll go for no,
0: it. No, no, it's funny if it would be, if it was clipped down because it sounds it's got double entendres all throughout it. But play it max height. This is what this is a commercial.
3: Guys, pay attention. How would you like to have an extra two inches? If your height <laughs> makes you feel overlooked at work or
1: embarrassed because why don't you just go work for the John Stewart show? <laughs> hey, why don't you just admit it? You just we'll go work for David Letterman. You can be his slide whistle bitch. I could. Yeah, clip it down would be funnier. I get it. But it's like, you know, you're not really helping me. What
0: am I supposed to be helping you for? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not working for you. I'm not helping you. (laughs) Play bear bile farming. Here's a story that you need to bust open. Oh, what? I'm not working for you. I'm not your story, bitch. Come on.
3: Animal welfare groups in China have stepped up their campaign to stop bears being farmed for their bile. Bear bile is used as an ingredient in traditional Chinese medicine. It's supposed to cleanse the liver and improve eyesight. It's extracted from living bears without anesthetic, and the practice is legal in China. But the campaigners say it is cruel and are calling for it to be stopped. Now, though, the industry is fighting back. Michael Bristow reports from Beijing.
0: What is a bear bile? <laughs> they, they drill a hole they apparently all the zoo bears in China this is being done to who knew panda bears. they drill or regular a, hole bears? In, they drill a it's, essentially they drill a hole in the in the bear's stomach, yeah and then they just take the juice out and that's called bear bile
1: and you drink it or what do
0: you do i it's disgusting to look at. I have no idea what you do I guess you drink it, I guess you mix it so maybe it's a, a a mixed drink, maybe they mix it in stir fry I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> You don't talk fry,
1: about Stir fry. <laughs> if I see a bear around here, I'm shooting it, and I'm, I'm going to put his bile in my stir fry. You should. I, I will. Uh, some interesting news came through, which uh, you probably didn't hear about. Uh, you know, they tore down uh, the set. Uh, bin Laden's compound there, that set in uh, in Abbottabad.
0: Yeah, they got to put something new up.
1: Yeah. Guess what they found when they were tearing down the set? Corpse? Two Bibles <laughs>
2: well,
1: well hope they didn't burn him no, but i mean how how whacked is that so bin That's Laden I, was there, and he was reading the Bible.
0: well, mm-hmm. I think the guy was a phony, yeah, and then uh the best cover up of all um,
1: we find out that uh, the remains of passengers killed in the uh the Shanksville, Pennsylvania crash and the uh, so-called airplane that crashed into the Pentagon. You know these these real events that happened, John. These real things that uh, you know the the plane in uh, Shanksville. Of course, it it left a, a little hole, and there was no luggage, no nothing. It was just like a hole in the ground. And of course, there was no luggage or anything, or you know nothing. We found at uh, the Pentagon for these planes, these airplanes, aircraft, big airplanes. Um, the remains were—it's unbelievable—they were, um, it's unbelievable. they were uh, uh, thrown into a landfill. And uh, chemically treated, so there's, there's no. We can't go back and find the evidence. It's isn't that isn't that crazy how that happens. What remains? The remains here. It is. I'll read it to you. This is from the Pentagon. Remains of the passengers killed in uh, 9/11 uh, crashes, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and the jet that struck the Pentagon in Northern Virginia, were sent to Dover, then to a landfill. And han- a
0: landfill?
1: Yes, and handled by, I'll give you the name of the company. It's a chemical treatment company. Because uh, what they do is uh, they basically uh, pour chemicals on the landfill so that, you know, you can't find any more evidence.
0: Hmm. It's kind of a, this just happened?
1: Yeah, this report came out of the Pentagon well, these, How long week. have these bodies been
0: laying around?
1: No, no, the, the, no, no this didn't, the report just came out that that's what happened oh, with the they remains did
0: this right off the bat
1: yeah they took them away threw them in the landfill and treated them uh, here it is uh, the report adds the mortuary officials first believed that after final incineration nothing remained of the victims reviewing the report the washington post reveals that residual material from the 911 victims did exist however they were handed to a biomedical waste disposal contractor hired by the pentagon that then approved for the remains to go to the landfill and be treated <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh. they just throw it in your face don't they well it's i'm surprised they didn't do this earlier
1: well well i think they did it but they they only just now are coming out with a report now that no one cares anymore it's been a long time no one gives a crap
0: yeah that's true nobody gives a crap yeah shadow puppet theater
1: more than two and five former house staffers who registered as lobbyists went to one of Washington's main lobbying firms, 377 staffers of our government have become lobbyists. 50 of those were legislative assistants, 32 were chiefs of staff, 26 legislative directors, and 22 were staff assistants. I thought we were promised this would be not happen, this revolving door. Didn't uh, the president promise us that?
0: I think so. I think he says he was going to take care of it. That and getting uh, closing Gitmo, getting us out of Iraq immediately, and some other take-that-to-the-bank uh, commentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there, there's, that story is obviously false.
1: Now, clearly, it can't be true. Someone can't count. Well, then, while we just wind up here with the Obama campaign, uh, the CEO of Light Squared has resigned, Sanjeev Ahuja, of course, we uh, talked about how the president had invested in the company before it became LightSquared. Then Senator Barack Obama put $90,000 into the, I think it was Skynet or Skytel or something like that. Uh, and then, uh, of course, they were going to get uh, walked through uh, FCC approval, and that backfired, uh, particularly when the CEO of LightSquared called up his buddy Anish Chopra. Uh, then uh, CTO for President Obama and said, "Hey, I'm I'm ha- I happen to be donating a lot of money today. Can I get a meeting?" So he's now uh, out. So it's kind of a shame because I thought it would be cool to have that wireless broadband everywhere. So we're getting we're getting screwed on the deal. I'm sure there were some big players in the background on that. I'm sure Verizon wasn't too happy with it and uh solar is i guess so how solar is solar just like over i guess we figured out that solar doesn't really work
0: no what we figured out was that the chinese can produce solar panels so cheap that there's no way that even a breakthrough in technology can compete with them that's uh, what we figured out a
1: bound solar uh who received a 400 million dollar federal loan guarantee uh is cutting 70 percent of their staff they're about to go out of business another uh Obama-friendly deal there. Insane, ladies and gentlemen. Insane. And what do we hear on the news? Oh, man, your pickup truck's got, you know, your last, you know, like, just a piece of paper from your house. I feel bad, but that's not news, people.
0: Bear bile farming
1: is. (laughs) Yeah. And then the one that really, really, really irked me, and I'm saving the best for last, um, two days ago, I think. How was it? Two days ago. Let me double check. The president came out with a presidential policy directive. Yes, this came out yesterday, February 28th. Now, if you remember, the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, had a provision in there reg- Yeah, regarding Section 1022, which is, uh, there's two portions to that, 1021, 1022. Uh, 1022 is uh, that you can uh, detain... Uh, uh, a terrorist, an enemy combatant, uh, indefinitely. 1021 is uh, that you can basically uh, uh, call anyone a, a covered person, a uh, an enemy combatant. Therefore, you can be black bagged, droned, whatever. You're you're fair game, I guess, is what we call it. And this had to be, uh, the president had to make some decisions on this as to the guidance of how a covered person would be determined within 60 days of the signing of the bill. Well, lo and behold, 59 days later, he comes out with the Presidential Policy Directive Requirements of the National Defense Authorization Act. There's been a lot of dissemination of this online. It's a very long legal document, but at the end... I'll just read to you Section E. You know, this is my hobby. I like reading these things. Effect of National Security Waiver. As provided in Section 2E of this directive, nothing in this directive precludes the Attorney General, that's Eric Holder, the guy who kills people, in consultation with other senior national security officials, whoever that is, from issuing a national security waiver at any time. Once such a waiver is issued the covered person determination process for an individual covered by that waiver shall cease and no further action shall be required under section 102t 1022 of this directive in other words bloody bloody blah bloody bloody blah if we say you're bad screw you we're picking you up this is worse than the ndaa itself what are you doing this is a surprise to you no but i have to report on it where else are you going to get this news you didn't know about it
0: I did, actually. No. No, I was looking at, just wanted to summarize one big one thing, just kind of like a finish my contribution here.
1: Well, you weren't listening to me. You don't care. Okay.
0: No, I was listening to you. They said that they can just arrest you even more easily than they could before and without trial. Yeah, if Eric Holder decides so, the general. Yeah.
1: I, how's I thought they were trying to get rid of that guy. Yeah, they are. He got really angry. Did you hear that? He was pounding no. he was pounding the desk. About what?
0: About Fast and Furious. Oh, they they're still he's still denying it or what's the deal? Oh, I got the clip I for you. I didn't see it. Did you have no. a clip yeah, I, I got, didn't yeah. see any. Yeah, I got a clip. This is
1: new? Yeah, this is new. He's pounding the desk and blaming the Bush administration.
0: Attorney General,
5: just an hour or so ago.
6: That was a fundamentally flawed program, fundamentally flawed. And I think that I can actually agree with some of my harshest critics that, you know, there are legitimate issues that need to be explored with regard uh, to the way in which Fast and Furious was was carried out. But I think one thing that also has to be understood is that once this was brought to my attention,
1: I stopped (laughs) I stopped
6: it. I stopped it. In spite of what other attorneys general might have done uh, with briefings that they got, I stopped it. When this attorney general heard about these practices, I said to the men and women of the United States Department of Justice, to the field, to people at Maine Justice, this ain't going to be the way
1: we conduct business. So do you think he actually went to the entire department and said,
0: brothers and sisters, this ain't
1: the way we're going to be
0: doing business? He sounds like a bogus story. He actually said... This, this doesn't a, follow the timeline. This ain't going to be the way we do... No, of
1: course not. The guy is lying through his teeth and no one's covering this. But he actually says, this yeah. ain't going to be the way we do in business. What are you? Yeah, what are you? Yeah, what, are you sure. what are you, from South Central LA all of a sudden? What are you? I, you it's a gangster. You see, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What are you, Snoop Dogg all of a sudden? Eric, Eric Snoop Dogg Holder. This ain't going to be the way we do business. Roll me another blunt.
0: Well, you're up to date now. Yeah, great. I have no, uh, the, the, the holder thing is just annoying, and they're obviously not going to do anything about it. And they they thought they you know the Repup- Republicans just don't seem to have the ability to go through for the throat on these things because they're probably so deep into all this stuff. They you know everybody's they're all on the take. they the, yeah, yeah. The incide, whole thing is so corrupt. Asylum
1: has taken over, and the only thing we can do is just give you our briefing, our twice a week. Briefing on what's going on, so you don't feel and, so screwed when they're lying to you. Because it's hard. So, it's hard when people lie to you. I was looking at to today's
0: you. New York Times, just came in the morning, and I never realized because I never pay much attention to these advertisements. Mm-hmm. But they always say it's the you know it's for the elites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did they actually say that? Well, somebody does. Uh-huh. Not the Times. But so I flip open to page two and page three, A2 and 8, three, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight big ads. Yeah. Surrounding the news in the middle. Oh, really? Ah. Oh, and here's the advertisers, just so you know who reads the paper. Okay. Chanel? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go buy me a couple ounces after the Cartier.
1: show. Well, I'm going to buy me a nice gold watch. Gucci? I'm going to buy me some groovy shoes and a belt. Prada? Shoes. Louis Vuitton? Oh, my handbag, handbag is rocking. Tiffany? Well, Newt Gingrich is my bitch. B&O, Bang & Olufsen. Oh, I love my phone. It's so sleek and slender and high-tech.
0: And Mikimoto. What's that? That's some Japanese boutique. Mikimoto. That's it. I mean, this who, that's, who that, that's shops who, at any of those places? Elites. Exactly. Mm. Um, to wind it up,
1: do you want to... Uh, so I have an end-of-show clip, which uh, actually I actually have some choices... Uh, Maynard interviewed, uh, a representative of the GLBTQI cabal and, uh, asked a question on our behalf, which I think might be fun to play as a, uh, as an end of show clip. It's uh, about a minute 45.
0: Yeah. I'm always game for Maynard. Yeah. Maynard. Um, I think it would be
1: a miss, though. If we didn't uh, talk about EuroLand just briefly, uh, I know you and uh, Horowitz are always all over this on the uh, unplugged show. Uh, but Haiku Herman, who we really don't mind ridiculing for his horrible pronunciation and his uh, awkward way of speaking, he's really laying down the gauntlet on Europe. Why well, can't we do both? It can't be a long clip. No, I, I want to play those just now just to, to wind it up, uh, if you're okay with it. I think we oh, you want to
0: play it before, before? You don't want to play in the show clip? No we,
1: no, we have to laugh at him. And, 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 you All know, right, play but, Haiku first. No, Haiku Herman, uh, the president of the United States of Europe, Uh, who has just been reinstated for another two-and-a-half-year term because he had no contenders.
3: We are seeing clear signs of stabilization in the financial markets. Oh, is that true, John? I'm just checking
0: with you. Well, it depends on whether you believe the lies or not. Okay. Interest rates decreased dramatically. Is that true? Uh... Well, they were pretty high, so it didn't take much. Yeah, right. probably. They've, inc- they've decreased dramatically, what, for the banks? No, the, the bonds. The bonds from country to country oh, they have gone, okay. gone down a little bit. But not for you and me. It's
1: not like if I want to go borrow money for a no, house. No, no, you
0: can't get money. Oh, okay, okay In a lot of countries.
3: A lot of countries. But we are not complacent and remain vigilant huh? and ready to act. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very much aware that this crisis and some remedies... Put social cohesion at stake.
1: Now, let's analyze that. Social cohesion at stake. In other words, slaves get an uppity? Is that what
3: he means? Like people are not so cohesive? We're not uh, obeying the law? It can also damage the European idea itself. And that's why we have to tackle inequalities and poverty. That's why we need results of our policies in terms of growth and job. Gross and job.
1: Can I have some gross and
3: job with my bare bile, please? The European social model is not dead. Is not dead. I repeat
1: is not dead. You slaves who are starving, it is not dead. You will be dead,
3: but it is not dead. An early involvement of all relevant stakeholders, in particular the social partners, is necessary for the adjustment
0: measures to be successful. The adjustment... Okay, I I think we've heard enough of this guy. I don't think so. Why, has he got something good to say? Yeah, he's
3: got something good to say here.
0: Listen, listen
3: Listen for the word. As an outsider, I sometimes have the impression that the European Parliament and the National Parliaments live in different worlds. Really? The one always pushing for more integration and the others focusing on domestic issues and pulling... The breaks. Wait for it. This is why it is important to understand each other's perspective. 60 years of integration has taught us that Europe is not built by dissolving member states, but by infusing them
0: ever more deeply. <laughs> in- what do you mean by outsider?
1: Well, he's an outsider. Why Is he an
0: outsider? He's running the place. No,
1: he's in Starfleet command. It's like the president command. saying he's an outsider. Yeah, that, well, there
0: you go. And, first of all,
1: you got to pull the brake. You don't step on the brake. With haiku, you pulling the brake. Pulling the brake of the clutch car. But infuse. What is the definition of infuse?
0: You know, what it is. I don't know. It's incorporate. It's like you infuse. It's like you infuse some lemon th- juice in some uh, water, you know, it's... You're, it's like it's like making a tea. You it's infused.
2: <laughs> the you European boil a tea. tea
0: bag and you infuse the the essence of the tea into the water. I think it's a highly offensive word.
1: They're saying we're not going to kick you out. We're going to infuse you. Infuse. Let me just look it up. I don't like your definition. You, tea. Tea. Her work is in uh, to fill. Her work is infused with an anger born of pain and oppression. Well, that's a proper use right there. You have to soak. Soak in liquid to extract the flavor. Soak. I think you're right.
0: You were right. Soak. Yeah, they're going to soak the government. They're going to (laughs) soak the public. That's what it means exactly. They're going to soak you.
1: (laughs) There you go. He's not lying this time. We're going to soak you, biatch.
0: I have no idea what that clip was about.
1: Well, I think it's important our Europeans don't get any news either, John. So how else are they going to find out about what's going on with their president?
0: The guy's a the guy. How is he an outsider?
1: If you're in Europe and you appreciate that, give us some value <laughs> for value, please. Uh, Bear crawling live uh, every Thursday night, nine thirty PM, eleven thirty PM Eastern Time on the No Agenda stream. Hosted by Charles McFall, for those of you checking us out on the stream.
0: Are you going to play Maynard Maynard at the end?
1: Maynard is uh, coming up at the very end uh, with a little uh, ditty he put together for uh, the No Agenda show. I'll be uh, keeping my eye on Lucifer Clinton and her band of flying monkeys. Coming to you from Austin, Texas. In the morning, everybody. I do not have any videotapes of Obama. My name is Adam Curry.
0: And from uh, Northern Silicon Alley, I'm John C. Dvorak.
1: We'll be back here on Sunday with another two and a half hours of dreariness. Right here. (laughs) On no agenda. Slide whistle. Uh (laughs)
3: Ah! On behalf of the uh, No Agenda show here, I'm actually in a small corridor with Sam right now with some people wandering past. Now, Sam, what were you doing here tonight and where were you?
7: I was here to talk about uh, the upcoming Mardi Gras and the push for uh, gay and lesbian rights here in Sydney and how it's evolved over the last 30 years, particularly uh, looking at the issue of marriage equality and same-sex families.
3: For the No Agenda show, the two hosts, Adam Curry, who identifies as queer and questioning, and John C. Devorak, who identifies as just generally discontent with things, <laughs> but what they would like to ask, and it's basically an American issue, whenever there's the gay and lesbian and transgender, there's all yep. these initials afterwards, right. and I think that's a great thing but yep. is there a way we can say that the gay and fellow travellers that keeps everyone happy without anyone feel disenfranchised, because there's now a lot of letters there
7: Look, there is, a, there are a lot of letters but I don't think it's particularly hard, I mean I say LGBTIQ, like it rolls off the tongue, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender intersex, queer um, and I think it's really difficult because there is, it is a disparate community and I think when you start just labelling everyone as gay for example you eclipse the fact that you know trans people have very different experiences intersex people have very different experiences bisexual people and queer people who aren't gay and and lesbians also have very different experiences so I mean I think yes it is an acronym but it's not a really difficult acronym to say and I mean I think as well it's also about the context you're in. People often just use the acronym as try and be inclusive but then all they do when they talk is talk about gay men or lesbian women and then forget about intersex people or trans people or bisexual people. So I think it's all dependent on your context.
3: Is is there possibly one word that can describe such a disparate community that we could use that doesn't offend anyone? Look DVORak.org slash N A